Hey everyone, it's Chris here, just giving you a heads up to this episode, we had a few technical issues, um, internet cutting out, um, some of the audio files just sounded like they were recorded under the sea, I've tried to clean it up as best as I can, but yeah, it is what it is, but hope you enjoy it anyway, thanks. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Semi-Skeptic Podcast with me, Chris. Me, Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about UFOs and aliens and shit, basically. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. But, um, yeah. Uh, where do you sort of, before we get into it... Where do you sort of stand on the whole UFO? Oh, it's a tough one. This is a tough one because uh, they're definitely around, I think. Yeah. Like these crazy ass ships and stuff. And like these, they call them UAPs, but I'm too old school, man. They're, they're UFOs for me. They always be UFOs. Yeah, mate. Mate. yeah my fucking. And, but oh, yeah, oh, it's a tough. It's, it's a hardy because there's there's no definitive answer I can give surrounding this no. sort of thing. Because it's like it's a, you hear from people saying like, "Oh, it's aliens from another world," and it's like I don't know if it is or isn't. But you know, that's quite a bold claim. Mm. You know, and yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like, if a ball landed in my garden, I'm not going to look at it and go, well, I didn't see you put it there, so it must be aliens. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's weird. But at the same time, man, when you think, like, have you heard of the Drake equation? No. Well, the, the, the Drake equation is basically these astronomers and stuff like that. What they do is that they they basically did like an average on how many planets there are per sun in our so in our like visible galaxy that we can see how many suns there. Are. Yeah, and of course they look right in like and zoom in, and what they sort of do is with these fancy ass telescopes is that they they measure the brightness of each sun. So whenever it dims by a certain amount, that's when they know a planet's passing in front of it. And it okay. works out on average. All the all the uh, suns in our visible uh, galaxy have an average of about 12 planets. And there's billions of fucking stars. So we're talking dozens of billions of planets hmm. and I think looking at all these other sort of planets that we can sort of see look at because like we've got a bunch of planets around our sun haven't we yeah and as far as we can tell we're the only one that can support life but we do know there are other planets that can support life um, the one over on um, 
oh, like Alpha Centauri. That's that's got a um a uh, a terra a terraform planet or okay terra or terraform a planet terraform mm. yeah yes so this planet's got all the conditions that we've got here on Earth as well. It's got the capability to sustain life as we know it. So deers, us, that sort of stuff. We could we could hang out there. Yeah. But their conditions are a bit different. It's like ocean locked moons and whatnot. But but when you think like there are other planets out there that can sustain life and just like countless out there. You know, I'm all for life on other planets, but am I for life leaving on every planet? Like for all I know, the other the rest the other intelligent life we've got in the galaxy, they could be fucking cavemen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They could be they could be going through their primitive Yeah. Who's to say they're fucking superior than us, man? Yeah. And you know, and these are super advanced races and stuff that are probably that I think are probably out there for sure. I mean, I, I would never really argue with someone like Brian Cox or Neil deGrasse Tyson because they know their shit. Yeah, and they but, know big words. Oh, yeah, but this is the one thing that I just, I just don't get where they, they're like, oh no, it's impossible. We're the only, we're the only intelligent life in the universe. So, based on fucking what? You know, and they're like, "Oh, do you know what the odds would be of there being like just us?" And it's mm. like, "Yeah, yet yeah, here we are." I don't. Yeah. So, but even then, would they come here? What if we got that so special? Netflix. If there's, if there's civilizations out there that can do, oh, they, they've got beyond Netflix, man. <laughs> they, they're beyond Netflix. They're like Netflix. They, they've got like. From flonks or something. It's got like everything's in 3D. You can feel it, smell it. It's like 5D, not 5.1 surround. This is 5.1 dimensions. Hmm. They've got the old lot going on, mate. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty savage, you know what I mean? So they could, yeah. they've got all this crazy stuff. And it's sort of like, what should we do? Oh, let's go visit Earth. Why? What have we got that you've never ever ever seen before? Yeah, yeah. 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 All that, all that, yeah, because I know you're like a firm believer and they're, they're here among us. And... <laughs> oh, fucking ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, we sort of touched on this a bit on the Area 51 um, episode, but I think a lot of the, uh, like the crafts and, UFOs or whatever we've seen, I think they're just advanced military prototypes or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, as for other life, I, I do think there is other life, whether I, I don't think it's in our fucking um, solar system, personally. Other yeah. solar systems, yeah, definitely. But man, like, who who's to say that they, you know, be like what you're saying, you know, they might be in the fucking primitive state, or maybe they're they're just as advanced as us, and maybe they're fucking 
there's a couple idiots out there doing a podcast in their fucking planet talking about the same thing, man. I but... bet their dicks aren't as small as ours, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Mate. We've got a beat on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just try it. Beat that. Minus figures. <laughs> Inverted. Come get us, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Find it, you can keep it. Yeah, but no, I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I think when when we do find other life, it ain't gonna be what everyone thinks it's gonna be. Like it'll probably be I don't know, like space slugs or some bollocks like that. Do you know what I mean? Something really fucking boring. It ain't gonna be intelligent life. It a space slug would be sick though. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think, you know, man. everyone's got this image of, you know, the greys and all that, you know, but uh, it'd probably be something fucking something stupid like that. Yeah, I mean, I've got this one kind of a theory, and by theory, I mean doing very, very selective research that I know will only back up my theory and not looking up anything that could deter away from it because I like it too much. Mm -hmm. So, which is now these days called solid research. Yep. Yeah, so I've done some solid research on this. Mm -hmm. and I'm convinced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I think... Like squids and octopus are from another planet. Mm. Those things are freaky. And they are they are literally anomalies, right? Check this out. And people at home, fucking if you can find some sick documentaries on octopus and stuff like that, my because these things are freaky. Because like you and I share DNA with things like um, trees, sheep. Um, types of fish, there are DNA strands, and we can look at them on these charts and graphs. And, oh, those ones are the same, so we share that same thing and that same thing. We obviously need pro protein for this, that, and the other, so we've got identical strands of DNA here and there. Mm -hmm. o octopus and everything like that, and stuff like that, have like zero relation to anything on the planet. Okay. And the way they can manipulate themselves, I mean, they can literally write their DNA on the spot. Like, if one of them, like, because if cause we've got, like, um, the type of skin we've got, hmm. that's made from a certain type of DNA, which is what right. gives us that. Whereas a rhino's DNA for its skin, its DNA signature, is a completely different type, which is why it's as rough as it is. Hmm. But if a octopus is sat there and it was like oh shit the shark's coming i now want to look like a rock it will change its dna so his skin will go oh that's not what we look like we look like this and it'll, it'll turn into like something that looks like a rock <clears throat> yeah and they can just do it on and off and it's the same with like changing color and stuff i don't know if you saw the clip i put up on um my instagram story that bloke picking that squid up out of the water and it's changing its colors like because no, it's like jet black that one yeah, it's this is like jet black. As soon as he picks it up, it does like a little shake, and mate, it's like you know, like chameleons in cartoons when they do like instant camouflage. Mm. It was like this. Oh wow! This this type of thing, yeah. And these things are mental. And there was and there were a lot of scientists and stuff out there who who think that um because we're getting like meteorites and shit like that 
and like ice from other planets hitting our planet all the time. Mm. And a lot of people think there's no reason why a meteor or something carrying these like cephalopod eggs couldn't have landed in the, our oceans years and like billions of years ago mm. and just evolved from there. Yeah. Because they, they are like a, a, a natural anomaly to every other species yeah. on the planet. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, re- yeah. I reckon they could be from another planet. Yeah. I mean, that's not fucking far fetched at all, really. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. You know, just thinking about it, like and even if thinking not the way. Aliens, how yeah. sick are octopus? Oh mate, that that fucking that is in my octopus teacher on Netflix. There was a documentary on Netflix anyway about fucking octopus, and it was fucking, yeah, my octopus, yeah, my octopus teacher. Yeah, it was fucking wicked, man. Like yeah, my octopus teacher, fucking it, yeah. fascinating. Yeah, and like when you watch them, and they can like yeah. the fucking little spaces they can fucking fit themselves in as well, man. It's Fucking, yeah, man. Man. Fucking amazing creatures. And they can... They, honest, they, though, what's that? When I, was watch, when I was watching that show, when I was, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, man, this dude loves this octopus more than his own family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you see me, it was like, I'm leaving my family behind again today to see the yeah. octopus. Fuck my family. Kid's birthday. Don't give, give a shit. Daddy, yeah. I love you. Can't hear you playing with yeah. octopus. Yeah, happy ninth birthday. I'm twelve. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Seem to have less. Seem to have less arms today. I've only ever had two arms there. Oh, that's right. You have. Pathetic. <laughs> like my other child, my real son. I read somewhere. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is true or not. But apparently, they've got like detachable penis, and they can just throw it at the female to fucking mate yeah, with it. She, <laughs> yeah, because if she's if they if she's got like a habit of eating uh, mates afterwards, they'll be like, "Fuck that!" They'll just pull off their knob with the um sperm yeah. attached to it, and they'll just knob it out there and hope for the best. Yeah. Not tonight, love. I'm too tired. <laughs> Got me asked. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently they slap fish just for spite. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, if you wear the octopus side of it, those fish are they coming? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're mouthy. You've yeah. seen the school of fish on Finding Nemo. Yeah. Well, I was like, this is just stuff I've heard. I- I don't know how true it is, but yeah, apparently one of them is they'll just randomly slap a fish sometimes just for like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck that fish. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'd, I'd love to just be a diver underneath and like whoever discovered that is like, oh, look at that. I wonder if he's going to eat that fish. Nope, he's just bullying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but as far as like aliens coming here on purpose, I'm going to need a ingest. Because, yeah. mm. <laughs> mm. um, as you know, I've been looking into the whole uh, Travis Walton thing. Oh, yes. This week, and the people at home, Travis Walton was a dude who claims to have been abducted by aliens back on November 5th, 1975, I believe it was, in a, a little town called the. Uh, Snowflake in Arizona. 
and he and six other guys he was working with who were they're all loggers and they were out um cutting down trees and stuff doing their thing as they do what about us loggers <laughs> my daddy was a logger his daddy followed him <laughs> and uh yeah, so they were out there cutting down trees and shit, I think. And I, I think, you know, they were, well, oh, you know, I think end of the day, everyone gets in the truck, let's drive home. They're driving on their way back, and then suddenly they see this light, and they're wondering what it is. So they go up to it, and uh, there's a disc hovering in front of them. Now, for some strange reason, Travis jumps out of the car and runs straight towards it. Yes, he would. Yep, absolutely. And then this, uh, and they, they'd all just like seen it and said, right, that is a flying saucer. There's no mistake in that. It is a plastic saucer shape. It's emitting some sort of heat. And as Travis Walton was dead, didn't he? He was 22 at the time, I believe. 22 to 24. I think he was 22. And he was stood there looking at it like, oh, gee whiz, mister. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it basically blasted him with some energy. And he went flying back. And then the mm-hmm. bloke he was driving turned the, the uh, car around and was like, get the fuck out of here. And he drove them all out and they were all panicking and screaming. And then after like 15 minutes, they put their bearings back and were like, right, let's turn back and get Travis because this is ridiculous. They go back. Yeah. Trying to trying to find him, can't find him anywhere. But there's like scorched ground, I think, and stuff around and whatnot. And then um yeah, they they don't know what's going on, they can't find him. And then Stravitz is missing for five days. And in those five days, all six men are taken to the police under arrest for um suspicion of murder. Mm, fucking hell. And um they're all having to do like the polygraph tests and they're doing all the stories over and over again, telling like repeating over and over what happened. There's um townsfolk and who knows what else is his um, Travis's brothers, like sheriff's department, they're all out in the woods looking for him, can't find him anywhere. And after five days, he walks out of the woods. To him, it feels like only a couple of hours have passed. Mm. And um he finds a payphone, picks it up, asks to come get picked up. And then he finds that everything that's been happening. And there was a whole investigation into it and a whole to do. And they've all kept doing the uh, like uh, polygraphs and even more like barrages of questions from other people and other officials mm. and all this slot. And it was basically been left as like the, like the most credible alien abduction story ever because of his side of it. Is they he got taken up onto this ship. He, I believe, he um, woke up in a room on a table, and he was surrounded by these um, alien greys. Classic kind of um, look: the big mm-hmm. eyes, the grey skin, all this lot. And they're doing some sort of tests on him, and he tries to like get off. He's panicking and falling all over the place, and they're sort of like ganging around him. Then he sort of blacks out again before he knows that he's back in the woods. And right. this is the, this has been the story sort of ever since. This is they made a movie about it called Fire in the Sky. Really good film, really enjoyable. Hmm. Um, 
classic sci-fi from nineteen ninety-three. Robert Patrick, yeah, classic. James Garner as well. It's a, good, it's a good classic mm. cast. But uh, yeah, and so yeah, that's basically the famous story around him. But obviously, there are a lot of skeptics in the world who yes. are like, "Well, what? A, what about this? What about that?" You know, you, you know, in your book, you say you landed on a rocky floor. You didn't have any. Like when you were launched back from the ship, you see you landed on a, a rocky ground. It, you had no bruises. So which is it? And he was like, "Oh no, I was. Um, it was rocky, but it was um, cushioned by a lot of the pine needles." And I was like, "Well, if this, uh, if there was scorched ground, like you say, why didn't all the uh, pine needles catch fire and spread and cause a huge fire in the woods?" Which is one of the massive hazards of pine needles in these enclosed wooded areas. Yeah, as I'm sure your dad can attest to, because he was a like a fireman, man. Yeah, when they try out, they're fucking, yeah. Yeah, lethal, like. Mm. And um, so they're just little inconsistencies like that. But also, another thing, but this is one of the problems that I've sort of run into all the time. And it's how people are very, very picky about when polygraphs work and when they don't work. Because you and I both know polygraphs are bollocks. Mm. You know, yeah, but they, yeah. they don't work. Yeah, they're, they're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But with stuff like this, people are always bang on about. I mean, Travis Walton does make a good point. Like he says, like if there were six eyewitnesses to a murder and all of them passed the polygraph tests, that would be a closed case, and the defendant would be on death would be put on death row. Mm. You know, but we we have. There's six witnesses here all passing multiple polygraph tests and we're still being called liars. And it's like, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. In all fairness, yeah. I can yeah. see, you know, yeah, yeah. some validity to that. But then, it gets re- but then it gets really interesting because it was only recently that one of the uh, people involved came out and was like, yeah, the whole thing is a hoax. Oh, and, fuck. Uh, yeah, and um, this is where it gets interesting because the dude apparently it was between uh, Travis, his brother, who who wasn't on one of the construction workers. He wasn't working on the I think he was just like, you know, just his brother. Yeah, and the guy Rick who was driving the truck, and. What is uh, there's a website called Three Dollar Kit, and it basically breaks it all down. And as always, I'll leave a link in the description for it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he says basically when he goes through all the other testimonies, all this other stuff, and all the evidence, and everything that's been said by like Travis Walton and going by maps and all this other extensive, like this serious extensive, this 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 guy or girl has done the work you know what i mean so that's off mm. and way they the way they look at it and the way this guy was describing it and all this lot he was like basically take the uh say to because travis apparently went on for ages saying he, he wanted to um meet aliens because do you remember that really what they called like Warren Betty or something. The two, the first two people who were abducted by aliens. I can't remember their names. 
Oh, he sad. was, yeah, he was <clears> apparently <throat> obsessed with them. Like they saw the movie together and he was like, oh, I'd love to meet you. Da, da, da. Mm. And then the national, I think it was the National Enquirer came out saying, like, oh, there's like a hundred thousand dollar prize for the best um, UFO story this year. So of course the three of them were like catching. Yeah. So the way it goes down is apparently is that the only people in on it are the brother Travis and this guy Rick at work. They don't tell the other guys at work because they they need them to be like in on it, like against their will. They need to think what's happening is real. Yeah. This guy. They they get into the, the truck and he gets and he starts driving and if they're taken to their usual route he goes somewhere else where there's apparently a I think it's a newly built like guard tower okay but when it's all lit up it looks like a flying saucer because it's the way it goes like it's like, yeah. it's like a cabin on these suspended legs hmm. and it's brother and there was uh, someone in the guard tower I think. Yeah, I think it was a fourth person, someone who worked in the guard tower, I think was on it. So he had the spotlight and was shining it down to make it to obscure the the, the um, view. But also so when they pull up, all the other guys are like, Holy shit, it's a flying sparking saucer. And they're getting genuine reactions because they're there because Travis and this other guy are panicking. Like, oh look at it's a flying saucer. They're all like, Oh fuck is it? And then Travis inexplicably gets out of the car to run towards it. Mm. and um, the guy in the uh, watchtower shines the spotlight at him. It looks like a beam of energy. He he pretends to fall over, and then the guy panicking behind the wheel pretends to panic and drive away, so it gives them a chance to um, get up and move and do what they've got to do and for Travis to hide, probably in the guard tower. Yeah. And then it turns out, when he took him back to look for Travis, he didn't even take him to the same area. He took him to one that looked similar with like another opening. Okay. There's a clearing apparently where it was where it was hovering over. So they go to another clearing where the um where there isn't a um like um Rangers Tower or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah. And they pretend to look for him and then they go back and of course they're all scared and they're saying, look, we fucking saw a flying saucer. We saw it shooting with a beam. Because it's like we were saying in other episodes, like your brain when it sees things, it adds other things together. And because we're yeah. so open to suggestion. And all these people are just telling the same story because they, they truly saw the same thing. And they were all like, we saw it happen, we saw it. And, and a couple of them have died now since. But all the way to their, death, to their um, deathbed, they were like, we fucking saw it. They were mm. UFO. We saw our friend get abducted. Fucking and, hell. Do you know what I mean? And then, but it turns out these other, um, Walt, Travis Walton and the guys involved, I think in the end, they got something like $5,000 for their um, story that they sent oh. to the Inquirer. Yeah, so it wasn't even like the, 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 the best one that won. No. But, um, well, they still made like a little bit of money off of it. Yeah. But um, a very clever hoax. And if you're going to do a hoax, that's the way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean? yeah. It's sort of like, which one do I believe? Aliens came and abducted him, or they went, or they played fuck about so they could get paid. Yeah. yeah. And $5,000 back then, but, man. Um, yeah. That would have been I don't know bit, aliens, man. but I know people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but fucking hell, like, yeah, if you're going to fucking do a hoax, fuck me. That's the way to yeah. do it. 
start saying my own, you know. Fucking. So that's pretty much the old. Uh, Hmm. <laughs> Are they out to get you? Well, you can see dogs out in the garden and go. <laughs> 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 They've come for you. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, people who are, um, I mean, maybe he's telling the truth, but it's just like, again, he pushes his luck a bit with me because then he's got, oh, I've also seen him other times as well. And it's like, oh, you're just one of those people who keeps running into aliens, aren't you? Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, I've seen one of the Black Triangle ones. I've seen one of these ones. And you're saying when he was younger and he was 12, an alien was in his room trying to abduct him. And mm. it's like, all right, you're pushing, you're pushing your luck now, mate. Okay. Yeah. One abduction was enough. Yeah. Now you yeah. It was what, interesting the first time. Yeah. But... There's, there's, a, there's a movie out about it. He's got like two books out on the subject. He's constantly on the um, like convention scene. You know, he goes on like Joe Rogan and podcasts, but then he'll also say, I mean, I'm not looking for attention here. Like, yeah. You know, there's a <laughs> remake not. of that movie coming out that you're producing, bro. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like uh, Harry and Meghan. Stop giving us attention, you. Mm-hmm. Here's my book. <laughs> they make us come on Oprah and tell them so we can tell you to fucking leave us be. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Oh. That's it. It's just... You could say it's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I'm going to tell the guys that one later. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been talking this. I'll leave a link to that in the uh, description as well, right. to the IMDb page. Yeah. For people know what is up. It's all about Garfer start place. Oof. Yeah. If you don't believe in the paranormal after that, you don't believe in anything. Oof. It's <laughs> definitely due a rewatch. 100%. Definitely due a rewatch. Since I'm reading, I say reading, <laughs> listening to the book, shall I say. Oh, I'm too hey, lazy his, to read. What's his new uncle? Is it like Terradome or something? Terratome. Terratome, that's it. Yeah. Really fucking good, man. Really fucking good. It's so fucking. <laughs> it's it's so shit. It's brilliant. It's one of them, and the way it's written, it's written exactly how. You know, he reads like a short paragraph for the beginning of each episode. Honestly, it's fucking. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I said I haven't finished it yet, but I'm getting through it slowly. I'm getting through it slowly. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, we're slow listeners, mate. You know that. Yeah, that's it. That's so, so uh, what uh, what UFO stories you got for me? So there's one I looked into, and it's the tale of Buck Nelson. Oh, one second. There we go. Right, there we go. It's a uh, look up now. Sorry, people. Technical difficulties. Mm. 
right. as if they know. So they're, they're, they're trying to stop us. They are they're trying to stop us. They know we're talking, and they know how good we are getting to the bottom of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they know we're going to blow this wide open. Yeah, we've got all the facts. And speaking of facts, are you ready for the story of uh, Doug yeah. Nelson? What's his name? <laughs> Buck Nelson. Mate, if he's got a country album, I'm buying it. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me. Lay it on, mate. Right. <laughs> so Buck Nelson, he's he was about he was about in his sixties. This bloke, um, and he's got a ranch just outside the town of Mountain View, Missouri. Um, it's July thirtieth, nineteen fifty-four, and he spent this bloke. He's basically spent most of his life as a farm worker. And it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. And Nelson claimed that his pony and his pet dog, Ted, started to go crazy. There was a load of ruckus outside. He rushed outside to see three disc-like objects appear overhead in the sky. He went inside, grabbed his camera and a flashlight and returned to take three photographs of the unidentified aircraft. He then used his flashlight to, to signal for them to land. But instead, the closest saucer fired a heat ray at him, knocking him uh, off his feet, fell on his back, and three uh, saucers fucked off. They flew off. He um, he got back up to his... As they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. Cowards. Um, he stood up and he realised that the chronic back pain he had developed over the years of hard manual labour had suddenly gone, as well as his eyesight had improved and he no longer needed glasses. And when I was reading, that's exactly why I had in mind when I read this. I was, that's exactly why it's in my head. Oh, what's his name? Jasper, in it? Yeah, Jasper Beardman. Yeah. <laughs> there goes my cataracts. <laughs> That's a paddling. <laughs> and he gets his beard stuck in the pencil sharpener. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't. We can, we can talk about Simpsons <laughs> all night otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, after this incident, he sort of carried on about his life and whatever. And then six months later on, um, February 1st, 1955, at 12 o'clock noon, the pesky saucers had returned. And this time they spoke to him through a loudspeaker, asking for permission to land uh, in the back of his yard, basically, uh, behind, behind his house. Um, you just made me think of Simpsons again. Yeah. Without, without warning, I was abducted by aliens. Warning, yeah. warning, you're about to be abducted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've got a transcript of The Simpsons. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Well, um, this is an amazing story so far. Yeah, mate, it gets even better, believe me. So, anyway, Buck, Buck said. Does he Buck, say that? When he, so. says, when, they, when he says they talk to him, 
Mm. Were they were they speaking in English? I, like I, they, they I, gave him instructions. I assume so. They said, "Can we land?" And he said, "Yeah, fucking why not?" He granted them permissions, and the ships promised to return soon before fucking off again. Which I don't really see why they asked to land if they're just going to fuck off again. But anyway, a month later, on the fifth of March, now about midnight, um, the soldiers come back and landed. And the crew visited him at his house. And among the crew was a young man, um, a young male named Little Buck. Must be a common name, Buck. Um, Mm. An unnamed old man who was a trainee learning to fly. Old Buck. Yep. A 200-year-old man named Bob Solomon, who looked to be about 19 years old. And a giant 385-pound dog named Bo. <sighs> they visited <Ooh>. with... <laughs> they visited Buck in his house for about an hour, sharing with him small details about life among the stars and laughing at the primitive technology on Earth. Um, Buck was a religious man, and he asked them if they were familiar with Jesus. Oh. So they, they're laughing at our primitive technology like a bunch of fucking people on their high horses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're laughing at our primitive technology and Buck asked them if they were... Like Buck was a religious man and he asked them if they were familiar with Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> Jesus. And the aliens report that they knew more about him than anybody on Earth. And they asked Buck if he, if yeah, he would be... Bashed over the head with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they they asked him if he would be interested in going for a ride on their ship. He agreed and they left. um, And they said, you know, we'll come back for you in the near future. So a few weeks pass. um, They circled low over his house again and created a monument. Um, at the nearby string just at the back of his ranch, placing 12 rocks in a circle, which oh. they claim, yeah, which they claim to be a symbol of what they call the 12 laws of God. Now, these 12 laws are very similar to the Ten Commandments, but anyway, I'll go through the 12. Number one, love your maker. Two, do not kill. Three, love your neighbor. Four, let your light shine before men. Five, don't commit adultery. Six, don't steal. Seven, do unto others as you want others to do to you. Eight, no other gods but God. Nine, do not take the name of God in vain. Ten, honour your father and mother. Eleven, treat your body as God's possession. And twelve, recognise God as the creator of heaven and the earth. And these twelve laws they're known as the 12 laws of god on venus mm. Mm. so right. they like the old god over on venus yes all, apparently so mate and evidently it allowed yeah, and it allowed the inhabitants of the other planets in our solar system to live in peace and harmony where there was no wars no armies no harmful drugs, next to no disease, no prisons, all that stuff. But it also says, and this is where I'd straight away like, no, I'm not interested. No tobacco, no coffee, and no tea. So I'm out straight away. 
Yeah, bollocks to that. Yeah, and I can fuck right off. Oh, here we go. Back again. Oh, he's back again. Yeah, completely bloody lost you there. Jeez. Oh, yeah, right. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Yeah, it got to the bit where you were, you told me the bit about Venus. And then it just went completely black. And then when yeah. it came back again, you mentioned something about Mars, or I think, or people being in there. Yeah. Then it just completely knocked out. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yes. Um. See, I went through the 12 laws, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So basically a month later, he finally... Um, oh, my, do you want to record? Is recording. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's recording. Um, oh, I'll call you this So the twelve laws of Venus. Yeah. And these smug, these smug alien bastards don't have any fun stuff going on. I know. They haven't got. They haven't got anything fun like war or caffeine or no hooking. It's fucking preposterous. Um, sounds like a terrible place to live. Fucking awful. So a month later, uh, the aliens finally come back and invited him um, aboard their ship. And he put on a clean pair of overalls, fetched his dog and strapped in. Is this the massive 300-odd pound dog? Uh, no, this would be his pet dog, Ted. So he took right, his pet how, dog how, with him. How, how did how did Ted react to this giant three hundred odd pound dog? Oh mate, I'd imagine he probably would have started by sniffing the arsehole, as is customary among dogs. Mm. All right, so they're all like, "Come on and get in my ship! Come on, get in my ship!" So their first stop was um, Mars, where they met with the. They they went to a palace of a ruler um, on on Mars, and hope, Buck yeah. yeah, and Buck quickly learned the the Mars was full of people, horses, and cattle. And though the buildings of the planets were designed to look like rocks on the outside, on the inside they were solid steel industrial marvels that run on solar and electric power. Ah, the Tartarians. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well, getting their free energy. Yeah. <laughs> Which for some reason, Chris can't seem to wrap his head around, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next on the tour was our moon, and they went to both the, the light and the dark side of the moons. And, of course... What's Hitler there? Yeah. Well, right. They met with a ruler on the on the moon, and I'm just going to throw it out there. I reckon he had a dodgy hair curl and moustache. Oh. It's obvious, so you know they all laughed at us when we said Hitler was on the moon. But fuck knows. Either that, or it was that geezer pulling off the bank heist at the coronation. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, that was a disguise, mate. I don't give a fuck. I've seen enough sitcoms to know a disguise when I see it. Oh dear. So after it's after them, it's roller on the moon. What did they talk about? Did they, did, did he say that they chatted about anything in particular? 
Um, they didn't go into too much detail. There is, I'm going to mention something later though, that there might be more information on this, but um, he, he just says he, he hang out with some locals and stuff as you would. Um, hopefully he didn't get the cosmic clap while he was on this little uh, road trip, but who knows? Who knows? So they've um, they've hopped back on their ship and they've travelled to the alien's home planet now of Venus. Where another... What did you say? And that's where the 12 uh, rules of God are, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. This is where so it they, comes from. And this is. They ripped off our Stonehenge. It, yeah. Yeah. Ripped off our Ten Commandments, but. And added two Never more. Never mind. So yeah. Um, we've got 12. <laughs> yeah. So we must have had them first. Yeah. You copied us. Yeah. So he goes to Venus, and Buck was surprised to find that almost everybody also wore overalls. So Buck is probably fucking thankful that he put a, a clean pair on before he left. Mm. Though a bit more futuristic than I his. Like how, I like how he gets to Venus, and that's what he that's what he finds surprising. Like, oh, that's funny. People got overalls on. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently life on Venus is far better than life on Earth. There were no loud or busy roads, no police force, no jails, no government buildings, no wars. And this next bit, <laughs> and, and he says, taxes were only 5% of what they are on Earth. Now, when the fuck would that come up in a conversation? Like, that's hardly one of the first things you talk about, is it? So what are the taxes like on this fucking planet, then? Yeah, they ain't good. Yeah. Bear in mind, he's just said there's no government buildings as well. And then the cunt's talking about taxes. Oh, I'm sure they've got municipal works. Yeah. But one thing I can get behind, apparently the citizens of Venus, they only do one-hour work days, so I'm all for it. But what if their days are only two hours long? Uh, well, according to him, the hours are only 17 hours long. So one hour of work, 16 hours of doing whatever the fuck you want, mate. Sleep. Whatever. Yeah. So fucking right. I'm gonna right. No I'm going to nonce about with fucking working and shit. Yeah. yeah that's it. And their main source of entertainment come from book machines. Book machines? Right. <laughs> this cunt is basically describing a TV, but just, just listen to this, right? So book machines, where books are placed into a special mechanical device that reads the page aloud and plays music and pictures along with the story. Yeah, that's television. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the the fucking cheeky cunts are laughing at our so-called primitive fucking technology. Yeah, and he's there, cunts. and he's there. He's like, "Oh, look at this! Yeah, I've got a full, I've got a fourteen-inch screen here." Like, yeah, nice. Mm. Jesus, 
Look at my book machine. <laughs> book machine. <laughs> well, that's now the name for my TV. Yeah. Mother, what's on the book machine? Yeah. I've got to see your book machine on. <laughs> and apparently Venus had loads of records of the happenings on Earth. Um, apparently even the record of the lost city of Atlantis and what actually happened to it. Oh, mate. Fucking don't get me started on Atlantis. That's, that's, mm. that's a whole episode on its own, and I'll be here all fucking night. <laughs> like, yeah, when it comes to same. when it comes to Atlantis and ancient civilizations, like people at home, your uncle Aaron goes deep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm talking are... Ron Jeremy. Ooh, <laughs> Ron Jeremy deep. Mm. So they these fuckers they they mostly eat fruits and veggies. But meat was occasionally enjoyed as a delicacy. Mm. Um, and according to him, all these lifestyle choices meant the aliens live happily and healthy lives, blah, 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 very little deaths, disease, and all that bollocks. And the aliens basically said to him, like, look, if you if humans began living by their 12 laws, because our 10 ain't good enough, um, they would see similar social improvements. So this this road trip lasted three days, and he. I he, think these aliens underestimate just how stubborn we are. Yeah, absolutely. There's a play by these rules, and it'll work now, won't it? Now, won't I'll make sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll prove you wrong, cunt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll turn the rules better than yours way off. Fuck you, yeah. fucking book machine. Yeah. <laughs> so three days later, he returned to Earth, um, and he continued to enjoy on again, off again, sort of communication with his new friends. <clears throat> right. 1956 now. Oof. So it's almost almost a year after his little space journey, his little space road trip. And Buck wrote uh, a little book about it. And it's called My Trip to Mars, the Moon and Venus. Now, this book you can actually buy. What's it about? You can get... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the title's very uh yeah, a bit obscure that. Yeah. Um you can you can get this on Amazon, this book, for about a fiver. Um I tried to find like a PDF download, but all the websites I found were like, you know, ones where you actually have to pay and all that. Archives.org is a good one. Yeah, I didn't check that one. It may well be on there. Yeah, that's where but, I um, that's where I read the Mothman prophecies. Oh, is it? Yeah, it may well be on there. Look, this this book it's only about fifty pages, but it's probably got a lot more detail. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a really a, a really good trip then. Yeah, yeah. Right, I've seen people who've written hard bad back books on their trip to fucking Hamburg. This cunt's gone the fucking the moon, Mars, and Venus, and he's written a pamphlet about it. Like, oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> lots, so, a lot there's, of all, there, there's all like little fucking hand drawn diagrams that he's done and shit like that. There's um, it's always hand drawn diagrams. I know, people. I know, I know. And there's also, you know, at the beginning I said how he took three photographs. Um, I don't know if it was in the book, but I've actually seen a picture of like I've seen the photograph on Google. Mate, they don't look like flying saucers. They just look like the film didn't print properly. They're just fucking white, <laughs> fucking like ink blob sort of things. Take a look, yeah. Yeah, so if you type in um, Buck Nelson UFO photos, you'll see it, man. 
and there ain't even three. I can only see two in the picture. Uh, but so straight away, he's talking shit. UFO, photo. Let's have a look here. And just looks like an ink blob. Yeah, that it just looks like you like you say like an ink blob, like someone spilled or like someone spilled a bit of paint. No, it's UFO. <laughs> yeah, that's um Yeah, that like you say, that just looks like it it looks like something wrong in the development. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Man. I reckon he took. I reckon he went to take a picture of the the lovely view he's got there because it's a beautiful view. And I reckon mm. he took. Oh, yeah. I reckon, yeah, I reckon he took a picture of that. I reckon he, he got it developed. He came out like that, and he was like, "Oh, that looks like a flying saucer to me," because I've never seen a flying saucer in my life or know what the word saucer means. Mm. But I could tell people a fantastic story about this. Look at this. There's aliens. But that's all. They took me on top of their ship. The name's Magnuson. So, there's some people, I mean, I'm not one of them, but there are some people saying that Buck's full of shit, basically. And that a couple things don't seem to add up. Well, Um, I was wondering myself at a couple of points there. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's there's only a couple bits that people picked up. I mean, like they haven't mentioned the fact there's like a massive fucking dog or anything like that. No, 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 that, that seems normal. No, 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 that's that's absolutely yeah. fine. But what they have got picked a dog up the, on is got a dog the size of a fucking grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they 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 don't worry about that. They're like, oh, he, he apparently he said there's three moons on Venus. Well, it's it's been proven there is a none. So people have picked up on that. Um, and the day and night cycle of the planet doesn't seem to add up because, um, he, like I said, he, he said that people of Venus had 17 hour days. Well, Venus is but, huge, uh, isn't it? They've got like, yeah, they've got like and, really long days, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's it's 5,800 hours a day. Yeah, I was gonna say, bit of a difference 17, 5,800, but yeah, so I was reading somewhere, um, which. What is it like? One of these is like thirty-one years or something, or one of these mm. is like a day on one of these planets as well. Like I think Jupiter or something is like thirty-one years or something. Mm. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, seventeen. Absolutely mad. Yeah, seventeen. Seventeen hours, my ass. So it's, yeah. if that's, unless that's seventeen of their hours, so one hour workday is actually something like a couple of years. God, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck right yeah. off. And with no coffee. Yeah. No tobacco. They, that's where I'm no calling drink. That's where I'm calling bullshit. No one's working yeah. that long and not getting some <laughs> caffeine and some booze. Fuck off. <laughs> bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they, you know, it, it become a bit of a fucking celebrity, um, this Buck Nelson. He started doing UFO conventions, you know, we're just Attended by people all around the world. Oh for yeah, quite a few years, quite a few years, man. And he well, claimed, you know, there wasn't that... many precedents back then to be set. So he saw it, nah. the guy saw a gap in the market, and I say, well done, Absolutely. Buck Nelson. Yeah, and he, you know, and he claims that you know the the United States government took an interest in him, 
I'm sure they did. Suppress, yeah, tried to suppress his message. Um, and apparently, you know, the old classic men in black visited his house right after the journey and told him, you know, forget all we knew about spaceships and where they come from. And he said, you know, they'll surveying him for fucking ages. Um, shit like that. I think people were offering him like a thousand dollars for the overalls he wore on the trip. Jesus. Shit like that, you know? Yeah, which back then, fucking hell of a lot of money, man. Yeah. Fucking hell of a lot. That's like 30 grand um, a day. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And he's, he, and, you know, and he, he says like this, Buck, he, he, he claimed that the, you know, the people from Venus, um, obviously, apart from it, you know, they're, New and improved 12 commandments. Were they all women? Um, th- <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> their, their main warning was about atomic weapons and the next war, and they warned that um, the next war would be fought on American soil, leading to the end of all civilization unless humanity abandoned, abandoned atomic weapons. And this is a quote from his book that one of the aliens said, is, and they said, um, we are here to see which way this world will use atomic power for peace or war. We have stood by and seen other planets, one other destroy itself. Is this world next? We wonder, we watch and wait. Well, it's an interesting one because nukes and atomic weapons come into a lot of these uh, UFO stories. Mm. And that they and that they appeared after the um, Hiroshima explosion, and that's when they first started getting sighted. And whenever there's been like UFO sites or tests testing grounds, there's always reports of them being around and watching and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Princess yeah. Moon now has seen any of these things, but I reckon she has. I reckon she has. I reckon she has. The, um, the six-foot yeah. Amazonian alien from the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah, boy. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch, uh, listen to our Mothman episode. Oh, yes. Princess Moon now. <laughs> She'll see you through. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, going back to his, like, these little alien conventions that he was doing, they started off, you know, really fucking popular, you know, mainly focusing on his message of peace, clean living, and all that sort of stuff, which I can kind of get behind, yeah. you know what I mean? I, you know, don't he ain't out in nobody. He's, no, he's giving good it. advice. Yeah, but as 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 the crowds were fucking getting bigger, that's when all the fucking nut jobs started coming. And I say nut job, bearing in mind this bloke reckons he was on the ship with a 385-pound dog, but you start getting people... Um, saying that you know oh we are i am one of the aliens from venus as well you know shit like that these absolute fucking nut jobs live action Um, role players mm, with nothing nothing better to do in a couple of screws loose yeah and it started don't just like me fag it started going down because yeah, <laughs> it started going downhill because um, at one of the conventions, um, he he he, um, he announced like a twenty thousand dollar fucking fundraiser to build a radio station they could use to broadcast his message, and this sudden ask for cash <laughs> was fucking <laughs> not well received, shall we say? I can imagine so. Yeah. Mm. But 
you know, this now we were getting into the 60s. So as the moon race is fucking oh, happening, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, you've got <laughs> Vietnam kicking off. Yeah, yeah, you know. It was still getting gigs, you know, like um, going on radio shows, shit like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. he had a nice fucking inf- influx of cash. Do you know what I mean? From all the sales of his fucking pamphlet to, you know, all these radio shows he was doing and all that. And he could essentially fucking retire. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and why the fuck not? Yeah, like we say, the man cornered the market. He knew what he was Mm. doing. Mm. And then once, you know, once the moon landing happened, again, allegedly, um, the, the concept of outer space just sort of... It demystified, you know. What I mean, yeah. the, the public weren't that fucking interested. So he's 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 attendance for people at these conventions were just fucking dwindling. Um, and by the eighth annual one in 1966, it was so poorly attended. He was the last one, um, and he, he essentially just seemed to have um, just vanished from the public record, so to speak. Like he just called it a day, um, and he died eventually in 1982. After you know, he spent his final years with relatives in California, but good you know on what? him, mate. Good fucking good on, on him, him yeah. Yeah, you know what? It was a fucking wacky story. It's it's bullshit, let's fucking be honest. But mate, you know what? So fucking what? Like he wrote a little pamphlet, he got a bit of cash, fucking fair play on him. He got to hang out of a giant dog. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I like Buck Nelson. He sounds like my kind of people. Yeah, but I thought that was an interesting story. Mm. Bit of a wacky one. So where do you stand on that one? You uh you convinced? I'm convinced about the the massive dog and the two hundred year old man. And mm. there's something that don't add up about the hours. Yeah, that's mm. what that's what gets me. Yeah, everything else seems plausible, but maybe it, maybe it was just a bit of a bad typo. Maybe he meant to put five thousand eight hundred hours, but he just typed seventeen. I don't know. It happens. Yeah, you it's know. easily done, man. It's easily done. I do it all the time. Well, let's look at those all uh, the fucking time. Those people in Scotland measuring that globster. You know, they said it was fifty foot, and the. Skeptics were like, no, nah, they must have meant 36. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm always getting 50 and 36 confused. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, us, us, yeah. us, us, us simple uh, country folk, we don't know how to count good as commoners. Who don't? <laughs> well, I don't know much about no fancy book learning and such. But <laughs> 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 fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. But like I say, if you like that story, like so see if you can get hold of the pamphlet. Um well, I say try that thing that Aaron mentioned. Was it archive? Yeah, archives.org, I think. Yeah, try that. Or if you've got a, a spare fiver, I say it's on Amazon still. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, just for a fucking laugh. I mean, fucking hell. Well, it's an afternoon's entertainment, isn't it? On the old uh the migration back from work or something, you're on the bus yeah. or a train, you get your little book out, learn about Venus. Yeah, the people absolutely. over there and their one-hour work days, they sound like a bunch of bloody communists, if you ask me. Well, yeah. They're fucking 
book machines and the and then their book machines. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking book machine. I mean. <laughs> Oh dear, it reads the book out loud and plays images along with it. Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've. Uh... What if he didn't actually know TVs existed? <laughs> it was the 50s. Well, uh... and, he was, and he was a rural man. And much they said to him, Yeah, we've got those, but they're called tellies. What now? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what they had the book machine. See, I'm, I believe him. Yeah. I don't see why you would make something up like a book machine if you knew we had TVs. So I reckon he knew nothing about TVs. It was introduced to him by the Venetians. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond him, mate. I reckon uh, this truly happened, 100%. The book machine sells yeah. it for me. <laughs> no, Because he, he, clearly, he clearly had no idea what a fucking TV was before then, so... No, no. And I think we should... Um... Get people to start calling their TV book machines now. 100% tell them the old book yeah. machine, see what's on Netflix. Get it trending, people. That's it, hashtag book machine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking book machine, man. Where's the remote for the book machine? <laughs> so Four Lisa's like, you what? You heard me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you watching on the old book machine, dear? <laughs> well, wrap your book machines uh, around this one, then, because... <laughs> have you heard of the Phoenix Lights? I've definitely heard that mentioned before. Mm. See if you can jog my memory. Basically, these lights appeared over Phoenix, and, mm. and yeah, the... Police and military got like thousands of phone calls from these eyewitnesses in an area of like 300 miles mm. saying there were these fucking lights hovering above the city. And um, they were literally like just they're like in a like a triangle sort of shape. It was, it was a this their formation was described as um, as this uh, craft was described as a 60 degree carpenter's square. Which is like a uh, Greek carpenter square. Yeah, so it's sort of like a triangle shaped, but um, imagine uh, a bit like you know, how do I describe it? Like a slice of pizza, but without the crust. So, in, okay. so like an A, a capital A. But with L, oh, yes, with, yeah. without the line going through the middle. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So like, now. A, like, a, yeah, like yeah. a V, but it's yeah, but it's got a light on the end and another two on each um like apex. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it has like five lights. But what's interesting about this one is that and these and these lights were also multiplying into other lights, which would multiply into other lights and stuff. And then it came out that these um the, the military sometime later were like, oh yeah, those were A ten warthogs. We were doing a um yeah, and they were just firing off like air flares and stuff. But these things were like stationary above for I think a couple of hours. Like okay. just above the city. And people were like, well, A tens can't hover. So 
And they're like, no, no, it definitely was A10 Warhawks. It, it looked like they were hovering, but they weren't. And the multiplying lights were air flares. Yeah, they were do we were doing a a, a secret um uh like um training mission type thing called Operation Snowdrop or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah, so yeah, top secret mission above a fucking city populated area. Yeah, that's how that works. Mm. And like none of the other, apparently all the other things in like flight zones and like airports didn't know anything about it, anything like that. And if you're taking up airspace, that's not really how these operations work, apparently. With these military operations. Okay. So they were sort of like, there's a lot of like books and schools of thought on it and like documentaries and things like that. A lot of eyewitness accounts, a lot of um, photos, videos. Because this only happened in like the nineties. This was like ninety-seven that this happened. Oh, okay, so not that long ago, yeah. really. Yeah. So um, there's plenty of footage, and there's like phone, but yeah, thousands of people reported seeing them. They were just floating above the city, and they said the fact that the military came out of a really shitty excuse, saying that there were A10 warthogs doing a a secret training operation. Mm. And it's like what above a city, but mm. without telling. And any of the occupying airspace about it, you know, that's no. not happening. It's like so that was an interesting. I, could, I didn't really get much time to get into that one because of like well, it's been very busy around here. But um, mm. I definitely want to look into that one a bit more for sure. But that one, that one caught my attention definitely. So I remember hearing about it before briefly, but on Twitter I was talking about an irresponsible pods popped up saying that their favourite. Uh, uh, irresponsible podcast. Sorry, they popped up saying uh, they they were intrigued about the. Uh, I think it was them. If not, oh well, check out irresponsible podcast anyway. But um, they were. Someone said it was the the Phoenix Lights was their favorite conspiracy theory, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'll have to have another. Yeah, there's a there's a few documentaries because like, I've I've seen documentaries before where they've sort of brushed on it. Mm. But I've never done like a deep dive on it. I'm not sure why either, because it ticks all the right boxes. Yeah. But I'm sure once I get into it, I'll probably just be like, oh, yeah, it's probably A10 bombers. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, I'll go in like, yeah. no, this could be the true one. Oh, actually, no, probably not. This could be the one. Yeah. I watched a four hour documentary on YouTube where they get all the. Um, UAP, UFO series, and they put them together into one mega episode. It's just like four, maybe four and a half hours long. Okay. And that UAP stuff, man, that was going on over these past 20 years or so, it's interesting, man. Very interesting. Mm. I mean, a very, because I can't, I can't read any of the instruments that they use. So none of that stuff means anything to me. But just a lot of like, the practical stuff they have, like when they were looking at stuff through like infrared or thermal, and there's no heat signatures or anything on these moving like um, projectile things, yeah. aerial phenomenon, these flying objects. That's interesting, I think. Yeah. Particularly when they look at other, like, like the fastest plane that we've sort of got when they look at the heat signatures like huge off of it when it's going up because obviously we've got a propulsion system and that needs fire and energy and energy always gives way to heat and all this lot so 
But the fact that these things are moving around as fast as they are and are maneuvering in in air very smoothly hmm. with like very little to no resistance and there's no heat signatures, particularly when they, when they jolt into a different direction. There's no like thrust or burst or anything. It just seems to move of its own volition. It's very interesting. Mm. And I'm not saying it's aliens, but if if it is made by the US government, I'd love to fucking have a look at what it is like proper. Like, like cause do you remember when like um like the amount of times like the stealth bomber was sort of just people thought that was a UFO and there were sightings of it. And they're saying yeah. the Blackbird as well. They're like, there's no way it moves be the way they move, it's you know, defies physics. It turns out it doesn't defy physics, it's just something people like to say. I don't yeah. know. Well, like, actually, this is a real thing, but you know, obviously, it was classified. But now it's been declassified. Mm. Like, I think it was was it like the nineties? It got declassified. Late eighties, early nineties. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm late nineties, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. I remember there was a huge like to do it because everyone was putting posters out, and then there was the movie Stealth came out. And then Broken Arrow as well was coming Broken out. Broken Arrow. You know, yeah. everyone was mad about stealth bombers and stuff. And why not? They're fucking sick. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just look the bollocks, man. They look yeah. like something fucking Darth Vader would fly around in. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but, I had a few fucking models of them when I was a kid. The old Airfix models. Yeah, my yeah, God. Fucking sick, man. Yeah, for the proper. Mm. Well, yeah, you know. There's all this sort of stuff going on, but uh, it, I, I just like tech like that, you know. Like whenever like people mm. get freaked out by robots and stuff, like oh, it's scary. I'm like, no, it's not. Robots are sick, man. I can't wait to own a house robot. Yeah, yeah, right. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna do my bidding and other things. <laughs> 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 But fucking, yeah, but, but I've been thinking a lot about this whole UFO sightings and like, like we were saying before about Bob Lazar yeah, and stuff like that. I'm telling you, I'm sure UFOs are a government concoction planted into the public area because they put enough scientific fact in there to support it so it's plausible mm. so people were like oh yeah but you know look at the science and it's like yeah the science is sound i guess but there's just enough science there to be like it could but it isn't but mm. because there's people who are like yeah but the science the science they're gonna stick by it and they know that people were like sycophants and we love fantasy and Stuff like that. I do, and I think people like Bob Lazar were toyed with so he could add like an extra element of truth. But he's just crazy enough that he's not credible. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Just stuff like yeah. that. I think they're constantly doing that so they keep the myth of UFOs alive. So it's like this. as long as you're over there looking for aliens, we can keep working on what we're doing without any of you interrupting. Because mm. people who live normal lives. They don't give a shit about UFOs. They've got better things to be worried about. Yeah. The only, pe yeah. the only people who give a shit about UFOs are people who want to believe in them. Yeah. And as long as there's a little bit of evidence, and they're like, oh, we've got, and, you know, they're like, no, no, as long as we keep them away from looking at the stuff we're working on and we keep them mm. 
you know. And I think a lot of these um, abductees, I think, have I think are agent provocateurs. I think they're hired by the government or government workers to keep this come up every mm. now and then and go, yep. And I think a lot of them aren't in on it either. Like with all these conspiracies, like with this no. with this crazy tic tac or with all that other stuff, you know. For all I know, because people forget as well, people were like, oh, but Commander David Fravor, who saw it and all this, like, you know, he's a he's a credible source. Is like, is he? He's well, because he's in the army. Yeah, he's still a human. He's still got to follow mm. orders. And if if someone yeah. up higher said, "Oh, wait, Commander Do- Commander Fravor, we're going to st- op- operation for the public that there's ETs about. You're going to execute this. We've got a mission for you. you we're going to make up some bloody footage. You're going to vouch for it, and people are going to say, "Well, he's in the army. He wouldn't lie about it." And this will keep people interested for another ten years or so, while we crack yeah. while we crack on with our new uh, spy balloons and our new uh, fancy stuff, mm. you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, cool. As long as as long as long they're looking over in this direction, we can do this over in this. That's what I think a lot of it is. In fact, part of me thinks that's probably what all of it is. Yeah. And if I, if yeah. I, if I have got these real fancy flying like machines and stuff, mate, let your boy know, I'm not going to grass. If NASA's li- once in, yeah, yeah, if fucking if NASA's listening, fucking get me, get your boys Aaron and Chris done, and we'll have a little more turnover. Mm. Buddy. We appreciate the word, yeah, mate. Monster, monster, monster. <laughs> you know, we're here, mate, for the fucking. We appreciate aviation. Oh yes, you know, but I do think there are crazy flying machines. Because yeah. we're always yeah, work- no, we're always think... working on crazy flying machines. Yeah, we're always working on shit, yeah. and there's so much and that's so top cool. secret, and it's it's top secret for a fucking reason as well. Yeah, right. National security. <laughs> going to announce it? Like, oh yeah, this is a new machine. It's a new fucking plane we're working on. Yeah, don't tell Russia though, will we? Are yeah, <laughs> yeah. Promise you'll keep it to yourselves, pinky swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking banana man I love all that shit and yeah I can totally get behind what you're saying yeah, totally man. get behind what you just said yeah I think that's what I think that's how they get I mean I mean I mate I'm not trying to be a party pooper I'd love for there to be fucking UFOs and shit coming down yeah. fucking daring each other to fucking mutilate cattle and shit and like being, yeah, being, being, cow tipping and yeah, what is the what is it with the cow mutilation I don't know man there's, there's... maybe they just love red meat mate yeah I reckon who they, can blame them I reckon they just keep accidentally landing on cows like oh I've done yeah. it again Bollocks. <laughs> you've, got to, you've really got it in for these cows haven't you I'm telling you it's yeah. an accident yeah once is an accident yeah this is like the 12th <laughs> time now <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. yeah and this is the thing as well when you hear these people saying like and you know I love me a bit of Joe Rogan but he's a bad one foot and he's like oh whenever they tell these stories it's always exactly the same every time for 30 years it's like well yeah that's how yeah. It, that's how that works if you keep saying the same thing over and over after 30 years you can probably recite yeah. in your sleep yeah. That doesn't add any validity yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, he, he really wants to believe. Yeah. I mean, he tries his best you know. to be rational, but he's he's, he's in too deep. It's too, oh, yeah. it's too late for him at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, you can try no, and bring I can, him back. I can, but... I can, 
Yeah, oh, I can totally get why people want to believe and everything. Um, well, we're, we're social uh, creatures. We don't like the thought of being alone for the most part. No, nah, no. Nah. I, I do think some of the abductees and all that are just talking absolute shit. Mm. But at the um, same time, I wouldn't be surprised either if there were actual abductions, but if the government doing it, I'm not saying they're being evil or anything. I reckon because the government have, you know, they got to do shady shit. It's their job. You know what I mean? Mm. And I reckon they go around and maybe they've got these like fancy things and maybe they'll like, because look at MK Ultra, mate. They ain't got people on the old hallucinogens everywhere. Yeah. Why would this be any different? Yeah. Well, they can sit there and go, oh, we're going to do an experiment on this bloke. Okay, how do we get him from telling people? Well, we're going to dress up as motherfucking aliens. And as soon as he tells people he was abducted, his credibility is at the window. No one's going to fucking believe him. They just go around, do all the experiments they want. They'd like abduct him, put him in this room. He wakes up after like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. They, they could follow, they could see somebody out in the woods and be like, we've got to test this new fucking thing, but we need a live subject. Maybe it's, maybe it's even just some sort of classified, like, maybe they're trying to like read a mind or something or fucking. By the anus. Yeah. Even, I mean, <laughs> just, for, just for conversation's sake, so they've got a scanner and they want to do a brain scan on something for some reason and they're like because the, the stuff's classified we can't fucking we've got to use it on unsuspecting people and whatever whatever the fuck it is so they're like right we're going to abduct somebody we're going to make it look like a UFO because if they say some I, I got kidnapped and they fucking there's these people doing stuff then put, the police can be like right we're going to look into that because that's fucking mm. that's because that's kidnapping's bad and you know? But if he's mm. coming in and saying, like, oh, Sheriff, it was crazy, little green men. They took me on their spaceship, they put me on this table, and they'd be black There's going to be... Yeah, of course I did, Teddy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get on that. Yeah. It's like in The Simpsons when they squirt in with, with rum so no one, no one will believe him. Yeah. And they're the same sort of thing. Oh, I, think, I think that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about fucking abductees, I um I rewatched um Confessions of a uh, Alien Abduct Abductees. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the old Shih Tzu head lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Fucking mate. Yeah, whenever That's she brilliant. whenever she goes out drinking, the aliens erase her memory. Yeah, it's funny that. Yeah. So mate, it, oh, it's fucking brilliant. So brilliant. So for those of you at home, <laughs> on Netflix, there's a there's a documentary. It's only about, it's not even an hour. It's about 45 minutes long. Um, Confessions of an Alien Abductee. And it mainly follows, like, sort of four people, really. Um, one of, like this one of which, I must say, is one of our Labour MPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they sort of they follow um like you got Miles and Joanne, they sort of formed this um this help group called AMAC, you know, which helps alien abductees, sort of like a therapy sort of thing. Um and it's quite funny because at some point, <laughs> like when they were filming the documentary, apparently their their computer system got hacked and the bloke is on the oh i've lost terabytes of uh 
of um, fucking files and shit like that. And it couldn't have been that his computer maybe just had a virus or anything like that. It's no, we got attacked. And so, okay, of course you did. Mm. <laughs> You've got um, Simon Parks, which is this Labour MP. <laughs> he um, is totally sound of mind. Yeah, totally sound of mind. And, mate, so he's got all like these little fucking drawings. Now, when you look at these drawings, you'd think that it's like his son that's fucking drew them, but it's ones that he's done. And he's he's basically claiming that he's got like an alien family. Well, let's not iron over the fact that he not only not only are these drawings, they're done with crayon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, and we're not talking coloured pencils, we're talking Crayola. Oh, yes. And there's a bit where he's in the shop anyway, he's buying yeah, a pack. This is a good yeah, green. This, yeah, this is a good green. This is the same colour. Yeah, this is a good one, this one. Yeah. I fucking love Crayola. Just giving him a sniff. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. And he's like going through these like drawings and he's like, oh yeah, this this alien being is what I call mum. And he's like, no, this obviously clearly isn't my mum because I'm human, but in my mind, it got me convinced that it is my mother. Mm. Um, You know, she essentially adopted me or whatever. Well, his his biological mother, she she wouldn't happen to have been very distant and neglectful and uh, anything like that, would she? Well... Funny you say that, Aaron. She actually was. No. His dad, yeah, so his dad died when he was pretty much born, and his mum was very distant, like you said, and she was an alcoholic. And, I mean, a normal person would possibly say that maybe he come up with this imaginary alien family just to give himself a bit of comfort from mm. the neglect he was getting from his mum. But no, no, no. Far-fetched, no, no. but... Far-fetched, yeah. Obviously, this is real. And he, yeah. you know, apparently he sees he sees his alien family once or twice a month. Yeah, doesn't he fucking alien have a, have a kid with an yeah, alien? Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. He has sexual relations with an alien who he yeah. calls the Cat Queen. And he's got a, a, a child with this alien called Zarka. Mm. Yeah, common yeah, alien. And, and name that yeah. one. And just just to just to throw this out of there as well, he's he's real wife back on planet fucking Earth. Um she didn't want to be filmed on this documentary. I don't know why. Mm. Um Well if, with your second yeah. if, if you're if you're second best to an alien, I mean yeah. you know what I mean. But he, he claims oh, it's not wrong because it's not on a human level. So there you go, boys. That's yeah. <laughs> if you want an excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's not what it looks like. She's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you've got probably my favourite one. You got Chantel. And she looks like <laughs> she basically looks like she's got a fucking dead shit suit on her head, doesn't she? <laughs> it's quite a haircut. <laughs> it's it's a fucking bold haircut. That's for fucking shit. Mate, she rocks it, though. It suits her. Yeah, mate. She's fucking brilliant. She's believed to be, like, um, the most abducted person in the UK, by all accounts. Um, And she gets taken by the greys, them pesky, pesky greys, who wear, according to her, black turtle neck jumpers, black trousers, and a black blazer. 
and um <laughs> the f- <laughs> and she's like yeah they've got a sense of humor like they keep moving my fags and stuff like that and i was pissing myself she's like yeah well i had my fags on the table and then they suddenly they suddenly moved and then i stood up and i lifted up the uh, the cushion on the sofa and the fags were there but you know it couldn't have been they fell out of a pocket or anything like that. No, it, it was moving, the aliens. They keep moving the remote for the book machine. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Ordering KFC, it. the bastards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they smoked some of my fags. Yeah. <laughs> there was ten left in that box. I know there was. Yeah, and I swear I've been fingered. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just fucking brilliant, like. When she's like, she's like, oh, I was walking to a shop and we got to about here and she's literally standing outside a fucking working man's club. And she's like, and then I don't remember anything after that. All I remember was I was just back home. <laughs> like, oh, you, you couldn't have just maybe nipped in the working man's club, got a fucking <laughs> absolutely smashed. All I have is these and- tiny little flashbacks of like a, a fruit machine, a karaoke, yeah. or something. <laughs> Don't know. Weird. <laughs> I got the taste of Donna kebab in my mouth as well. Mm. <laughs> Very fucking strange. Yeah. Very fucking strange. It's mental. And, and, I, and they've I, taken taxi cab, the bastards. Yeah. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I feel kind of bit sorry for her because yeah, she's I, clearly I, I genuinely believe that she believes what she's saying mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't I, f- I don't think she's an attention seeker i think she's no. got problems bless her yeah i think she's got problems and i think that her son doesn't help her son doesn't help and i think that she's probably i don't think she's got a husband by the looks of it she's probably raised this kid by you know on her own um, he's in documentary, he's like 24 and she's like, oh yeah, my son stays with, you know, he, he has to stay with me. And I, th- I think she's probably making this shit up just so the son will stay with her. I don't think she wants to be alone and I kind of feel a bit fucking sorry for her in a way. Yeah, poor you know, that, that, yeah, you know that's, that's just what I'm getting yeah. from it. But I don't think the son's probably helping by going, oh yeah, 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 no, I agree, mum. Yeah, like... It, Mm, I've been, a, I've been, been abducted too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just outside the working man's club as well. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then you had that fucking, that Marie bird um, who claims to have, like, implants in her arm. Yeah, when the doctor and... tells her it's uh, not an alien implant. Like, I'm yeah. going for a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. She literally goes to a fucking doctor. The doctor looks and goes, oh, yeah, this looks like a neurofibromystosis, which is like basically they're like little fucking tumours that grow along the nervous system. And they're they're not usually cancerous. Like, it's very rare for it to Mm. be cancerous. You know, they're usually nothing. But, you know, and she was like, oh, I'm going to, like I say, I'm going to get a second opinion. So she's seen, you know, a professional but she goes, she just rocks up at this fucking, this bloke's house who's like a, a fucking, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. He's got all these stupid, yeah, a cunt. Um, he's got all these stupid fucking gadgets. He's got like this EMF reader and he's like, 
he's holding it on her fucking head and he's oh it's spiking it's spiking when you're talking about this thing it's spiking and uh, this like emf reader thing he's using it's just like a norm it's just something you can buy on fucking amazon so it's probably not fucking accurate anyway and plus the fucking brain does give off fucking brain waves so you know this is a real thing like you can fucking google this like that could easily set off one of these fucking readers anyway yeah you know so and then he's got like this weird it's like a fucking i don't know like a shower head thing isn't it yeah beeps and he's like hovering it overhead and it's like making all these stupid sounds you're thinking oh man this bloke's fucking taking her money like yeah but even shih tzu head she was like she bought like that crystal, didn't she? That someone yeah, had literally crystal. Like, stuck a battery back on the side of it, and she was like, "Fucking how's this? <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, this will this will get rid of your fucking uh, <laughs> your alien your problem issue." Yeah, yeah like, but like, like pest control. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've got fucking aliens in the drywall. Yeah. Like, like, and that you know, going back to this Marie fucking bird, like when it when she was seeing that bloke, you know, with the stupid gadgets, he's got this blackout room that he 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 calls it, which is essentially a fucking tent that he has in a fucking garden, and um, I, I fucking I was I was laughing because <laughs> he's he's in this fucking pitch black fucking tent with her. And and he's like, oh, I just need you to remove your top, and I'm thinking, oh, of course, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> how it starts. Yeah, that's how it starts. And yeah. the funny thing one was, one man's dark uh, room is another man's yeah, sex honestly, dungeon. Fuck it, I'm not making this up. Fucking watch this documentary. He's he said something like, um, oh, usually if there's um, if there's a um, if people have had you know been in contact with aliens and stuff, they usually leave a residue on the body. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go again. <laughs> oh, yeah. sake. oh, there's the residue. Oh, and here comes a bit more. <laughs> it's in it's the coming thick and fast. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I could all do that. My. Oh, so. Fucking pissing myself. And then she she has the fucking... She has a lie detector test. This fucking Marie Bird. Yeah, she orders that bloke in who does it for a living. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the chairman of, like, the board of, you know, lie detectors tests. And obviously... You, you <laughs> the know, Ministry of Lies. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, we, we said earlier on, you know, they're, they're, they're not accurate and shit. No, they don't, even, know, they, know they don't even use them in court anymore. Nah, nah, that's it. But for what it's worth, she she failed the fucking test. You know, they were asking her questions about, are you lying about this and that? She failed it all and she fucking lost her shit. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm not lying. He was like, well, I'm just telling you the results. She says, I don't like being called a liar. So I didn't call you a liar. And she's like, well, you are. I was like, well, that's what you think. And it's like, it's so awkward. You're like, yeah. oh, man. Fucking embarrassing. And then she has a DNA test. She's hoping that like there'll be like an anomaly pop up that maybe she's fucking half alien or some bollocks and the DNA test just comes back normal. And again, she's sitting in the room with this expert and they're like, oh, I hope this is what you're after. And she's just like, mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh, fucking hell. She's desperate just to get some sort of 
she's desperate to find the thing she's after, but she just ain't getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Something that isn't there, you know, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's mad, Absolutely it? brilliant. And again, with that Marie bird, like she even says, so she, apparently she's been, she's been having like these abductions since the 1960s, but when the documentary was being filmed, like I think a year or two before, like her daughter committed suicide. I think like a lot of this fucking extreme stuff she's doing is probably to do with like shit to do with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. And again, I think with all these people, there seems to be some sort of thing, you know, that shadow. I think she's just missing some sort of trauma. Yeah, you know, that Chantel lonely nurse, yeah, that yeah. that other bloke, clearly he didn't have a great childhood because his mum was an alcoholic and he's probably just made up, you know, an alien family in his head and it's just carried on and he, you know, just hasn't moved on. And I think you might find this, you know, the same with some of these other ones, you know. Yeah, so yeah it's a great documentary. Like I say, it's only fucking 45, 50 minutes long. It's a good one. Definitely eye-opening. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch it, at least just look at the thumbnail of yeah. the dead shit so lady. But isn't there a bit... <laughs> is, this, is it the same one where he's... That um, Simon Parks, whatever his name is, they're just like driving somewhere and he's like, oh, that car behind us has been following us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's being followed, and then he like overtakes a load of traffic. Like, he's like, "Yeah, we've been followed for ages now." So like, it could just be coincidence. Bearing in mind, when you look at where what they're driving on, it's like a long country fucking road. It may as yeah, well be there's, the, there's no turn offs or the, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He must be a fucking nightmare to be driving with. That car's been behind us for three minutes. <laughs> I think there's something dodgy about that tractor. Something's going on. Mm. Something otherworldly. (laughs) It's bizarre we've said before, man. Like, you know, these people, they they find something. I think it's people who are looking for meaning, but are too scared to go for anything real in case it goes wrong but as long as they've got something they yeah. can keep chasing their their job will never be complete like it's all about the hunt i think if they actually found out aliens were real they probably it'd probably be like oh shit when i've got nothing to do no we know yeah. they're real love my what have i got left to do i've got no more job left so i think it's all yeah in, i think it's all in the hunt for these people and you know they're not hurting anyone crack on but um yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. It, but at the same mm. time, it's sort of like, you know, don't do it to the point where you're hurting yourself because, no. you know, mental anguish is bad, man. I know all about that shit, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a funny one, man. It's But it's really like with a lot of different, like these sort of theories and like for lack of a better phrase, conspiracy theories or cryptids or anything like that. It's really aliens where people, because people go deep on the other ones, but aliens, these people like seriously dedicate their lives mm. to looking for aliens and stuff and UFOs yeah. and 
and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, sort of, oof, it's like some people can go out looking for Bigfoot as a hobby and stuff. But these people mm. with UFOs, man, they'll move into like fucking Winnebago's out in the desert and their walls are just yeah. covered in newspaper articles and printouts and they're constantly outside of driving around in the desert looking up at the night sky with these machines and trying to get readings and stuff. Mm. And it's just, you know, and I think a lot of the time, I think so many of them have been doing it for so long that some of them are just afraid to stop just in case they do come and they're not the ones to discover it. Yeah. You know, I do I do feel for them. And I do. And I, I hope most of them just do it for fun. But some who are like so deep to the point where they're aggressive, like that lady who was trying to, you know, she's like, I don't like being called a lie. And he's like, well, you know, you asked me to come here. You asked me to do this lie detector test. I'm t- yeah. You know, you asked me to give you the results. I'm giving you the results, all because you don't mm. like the results. It doesn't mean you know, there's no foul play here. It's just this is the way the machine works. I'm sorry, I don't know what to yeah. tell you. And, yeah. she, and she was getting very aggressive, and the the bloke mm. behind me was like, "Mate, I mean, I don't know anything about their sex life, but I reckon he lets her pick." That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, what I mean, they've yeah. got that kind. They've got that kind of. I'm not judging. I'm not no, judging no. and everything, but you know, I think there's a little bit of reluctance there. But eventually, she always gets her way. Yeah, and it's just she's she 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 wears the trousers and has the spine. That's what it looks like to me. Like, he, like yeah. the, the novelty probably wore off for him on his UFO shit years ago, and he's just doing mm. like, hey, I lost all that that stuff. Yeah, they um, we was attacked. I suppose we might as well call it a day, and we lost all that that stuff. No, no, we'll get it all back. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> A new hobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. So you said you had a couple of abduction stories. What about you got another one for me? Um mm, no, that was it. Sorry. Mm. I don't know why I said a couple. Just the one. Because <laughs> you well, because you're a government stooge, obviously. Yeah. You're trying to uh trying to lure us in with your misinformation. Yes. Trying to confuse us. Yes. New you're a CIA snitch. Well Well you you work you work too hard to cover up Tartaria. Yeah. Talking about uh, you can't have electricity without wires, even though we have lightning. What about these wires, yeah, like mm. like they're necessary. Oh, yeah. What are these wires? Yeah, I mean, do solar panels have wires? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of them then? Beats me. <laughs> I don't even generate that much. Yeah, to be fair. We just just need to go back to gold-tipped roofs. Yeah, those onion-shaped roofs. Mm. Yes. Well, apparently it works. I mean... Well, yeah, yeah. Look at Alex Gray. Done Mars. Called into Buck. Yeah, Alex Gray as well. You know, with his art building that he made recently. That's got a um, gold cap on top of it. And I'm assuming mm. he's got electricity, so. Yeah. Yeah, something to it. Something to it. Sure. 
Particularly the Giants. In, in fact, a little load of this. I'm going to drop this in the chat. A little, uh, <laughs> it's a little something. Now, here's a large pair of doors, right? Now, we talked about the giant doors from Tartaria before. Mm-hmm. You know, they were very fashionable and whatnot. Well, take, take, a, take a look at this, my friend. Yeah, fucking... Have a look at that. Let's drop a little photo in the chat. Look at where those door handles up. Don't come up with that. See? Mm. So for everybody at home, I've dropped a picture in the elder chat between me and Chris, and there's a set of doors. There's a lady standing in front of them, and these doors, they're like, like, fucking, like 30 foot tall, 25 to 30 foot tall, would you say? Yeah. Yep. And the door handles are above where she can reach. How mm. do you explain that, mister? I'd probably say by stating that it's probably not a door. How dare you? That's a door. I know a door. door. I know a door when I see it. It's got the crack down the middle. It almost looks a bit photoshopped, them handles, Aaron. Got the knockers on them. And what a set of knockers. A hell of a set of knockers. (laughs) Oh, mate. Fucking. They just put Christina Hendricks to shame, them bad boys. Mm. Yeah, but these door handles are right up high where you can't reach them. And you're still telling me on this massive set of doors with the door handles way up high, that giants still aren't real. So if if the handles are that high up, yep. why are the knockers that low down? Because it's a very old door. <clears throat> right. <laughs> and that's just what happens. The older you get, the lower they go. Okay. Yep. Right, and but so when you when you walk up to the door, you have to like these giants. They would have to crouch down, do the knocker, and then stand back up. Yeah. Well, maybe that's how giants do it. Or, mm. or are these giants built differently, and they have long arms? You know, like big gorillas. So they're walking around boom, 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 on the knuckles. Yeah. They can just put their yeah. hand up, grab the knockout, boom, boom, boom. And they're like, come in. They put their hand up, put it on the handle, push it open. Mm. How about that? And get a load of these. Now, I'm going to send you... A, look at this, Mike, again. Boom. Have a look at this. A giant staircase. Who were these steps made for, Chris? Giant steps in the mountains. Giant staircase. It's just loading up. Mm. Right. Can you see it? I can see it. See what those stairs might so, Well, the little stairs on the side are obviously for normal people. And there, they're not, would you say they're stairs? I mean, so how big are these giants? Because one minute they're fucking, um, you know, let's just, you look at the size of the humans, right? Mm-hmm. So even if the giant was supposedly double the size of the humans, they still wouldn't be able to step up them steps, would they? 
was how big are these these giants? Because one minute they're they're twelve foot. Yeah, but that's how this works. The measurements oh, okay. keep the measurements keep changing. There's no oh, okay measurement. But what that actually is, those giant steps, is actually a form of agriculture and farming, and they would literally use um on each side, on the top and on the side, they would grow vegetables. So they'd be coming out of the wall and out of the ground, and those steps on the side, they go up, and they could double up their um their yield. Mm. It's pretty cool, isn't there it? There you go. Yeah, how sick's that? Yeah, very sick. Very sick. But those doors still, I don't know, it's weird. Why are those handles up in the it's, middle? It... Mate, they they don't them handles don't even look like fucking handles, man. Yeah, those are handles, man. They, they the color of it ain't even no, they're the same fucking color. same. No, they're, they're not the no, same color, man. No, those are the same they're color. Fucking, they're fucking so been headed on. No, and man. And it ain't even a fucking door. It's just a massive no, those, fucking arch, right? So why, is it, so why has it got a door? Why has it got knockers then if it ain't a door? I mean, are they even knockers? Oh, those are knockers for sure. Are there hinges on them things? I know a knocker. I, mean, they're, they're, I know a knocker when I see one. Whoa. Those are some. I mean, they're lovely knockers, knockers but beautiful knockers. knockers. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, mate, there's a bit, there's a, yeah, that's a door, mate. Look at that. It's got fucking. It's got the uh, the crack underneath it. The one down the middle. It's got the door frame. It's got handles in the middle. Knockers. Where's the Where's the letterbox though? That's what I want to know. Stupid bitch is standing in the way. She's blocking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah doorbell look definitely yeah that's a yeah ring doorbell yeah, giant door yeah that's a big one yeah those are the those are the door handles right in the middle okay yeah, yeah. so definitely definitely interesting definitely one to uh keep an eye on because yeah, well, Mike, fucking, <laughs> you laugh, but a lot of people say there's aliens living in those mountains. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, no one's seen them. They've got no evidence of it. But <laughs> <laughs> all, all that aside, <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah, ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking in the wrong you look you're asking too many questions man you've got to open your mind <laughs> stop asking questions yeah do your own <laughs> research i make the bold claims you do the work to back it up yeah yeah i think it's uh, you know it's interesting interesting yeah yeah i suppose yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any uh, giant skeletons. But I do wonder about the massive windows sometimes, every now and then. Mm. Every now and then I'm like, eh, that is a massive window in all fairness. Like, do, you need a, mm. do you need a door that wide? Well, if you have a grand piano being delivered, mate, that massive door would come in handy. Oh, she can't play piano. Well, no one can, but it's always a good fucking centerpiece, isn't it? It is. You've got a Steinway in the middle of your fucking... Yeah. Or a Steinway and son's little baby grand. Ooh. Get the cheese board out on top of it. 
Yeah. Yeah, mate. Oh, one of them, uh, one of them mini selection jobs from Morrison's. Oh, mate. Bung one of them top of your baby grand. Oh, you'll be, you'll be <clears throat> talk of the town. Absolutely. You and your functions. Mm. The cheese board had brie and everything. A few grapes on the side. Very fancy. Mm. Bread and oil. And a jar. And a jar of Branston. Yep. £385 dog in the corner. Yep. What was it called? <laughs> called Bo. Bo. <laughs> Bo. Bo the dog. Yeah. How big would a 300... I'm going to go to Google. I'm going to type in 385-pound dog. I wonder if there is one. I bet, there's a, I, bet there's, I bet there's a Tibetan Mastiff somewhere that weighs fucking 285 pounds. 285-pound dog. Let's go. 385-pound. <laughs> mm. Well, put it this way. There's a 385-pound buck... And deers are quite a bit bigger than uh than dogs. Yeah. But uh God mate, yeah, that's a big dog. That I'm I'm just dog. I'm just amazed that Buck's dog was just like, oh cool. Yeah, a friend. Yeah. Cause mate, I, imagine the size of the shit that 385 pound dog would do. Mate, Marmaduke ain't got shit on that motherfucker, mate. I've got a little Bo Jack Russell and the mountain that comes out of her. Yeah, mate. Like, do you remember the um, uh, scene from Jurassic Park with the massive pile of uh, terror? Oh, yes. top shit or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, it'd be the same sort of thing, I reckon. You will remember to wash your hands, won't you? Mate, Jeff Goldblum, Oof, he'll sort them out. He's a bit of an alien himself. If anyone's an alien, Myers, I'm, I'm looking at either Jeff Goldblum or Steve Buscemi. That's <laughs> well, one of them two. Or Mark, the eyes, yeah, yeah. or Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's got the same going yeah. on. That Elon Musk as well, he's weird. Yeah. Like, really weird. People are like, oh, he's autistic. I'm like, no, nah, he's just weird. Yeah, he's a bit of a weird fucker. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when mm. they're going to Mars and shit. But, but Buck Nelson's already been there. And he says there's, like, people there and shit, and they've got, like... Was it Mars that had the giant rocks? That dis- they had places disguised as rocks? Yeah, so Mars, he said that it's disguised just to be rocks, but that's, on the yeah, inside... That's probably how I'd do it. Yeah. Which is why, you know, all these recent photos of Mars, there isn't any steel structures, is there? No. It's a fact. Obviously, Buck was telling the truth there. And we all, you know, we all know Hitler's on the moon. And he said when he went to the moon, he met with a, a ruler there and had a feast. See, I wonder, did he meet a ruler? Or did he meet a ruler? Oh. And he, was, he literally got up there and it was like a 30 centimetre long plank of wood. Like, oh, that's no good. Mm. And just ate a bunch of like moon roaches or something. Mm. Do you reckon when he was on the moon, he saw some of them, um, them bridges that are often mistaken as worms? But they're either one of the two. So yeah. It's either worms or bridges. There's no in between. Yeah. 
Mm. <laughs> Missile silos. <laughs> fucking satellites. <laughs> fucking oh, faces everywhere. This is obviously some sort of bridge. Or a worm. Yeah, a bridge that comes out the side of a rock and goes straight down to the ground. Worst bridge ever. It has a, it has a sheer drop. So if it's not that, it's a worm. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking program is awful. I need to watch that one again. Was that, was that this cool? Eh? <laughs> Uh, aliens, aliens on the moon. Yeah, the truth exposed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awful. I love how it's, it sort of incorporates oh, Microsoft Paint into it. I know. It's like, so, They're trying uh, to highlight what you're looking at. They're just making it worse. <laughs> like, here it is over here. This is the bridge or the worm. Oh, yeah. This is either some kind of bridge or worm. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not a bridge and it is a worm, what kind of fucked up worm is that? A worm that's connected <laughs> to both the floor and the side of a cliff. <laughs> Worst worm ever. Yeah. From shit worms to shit bridges, missile silos and satellites. I love how it's like this massive, like, plane where it's all flat. And there's like a bunch of rocks laying about. It's like, well, this is blatantly an airfield. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. You know, I know an airfield when I yeah, say one. It's totally, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the pyramids. It's like, what? Well, they're clearly a circuit board. Yeah. Which circuit board? This one. The one I just, like when they the one I just drew. <laughs> yeah. And it's like on, on that same documentary about the pyramids where they're like, oh, yeah, the pyramids are all perfectly in line. And then they draw a line on the map and they're all fucking over the place. Yeah, it's like, with. Perf- perfectly it's, in line. We've got to move this one over here, that one a few thousand yeah. kilometres that way and that one over there. And they're completely yeah. straight in a line. Yeah. Aliens did this. <laughs> so what would you say? Is, is there a story for you, though, that's like the most credible like alien story. No, I think it's all fucking bollocks. Yeah, they're all pretty bad, aren't they? Yeah, there's not one that I think I've ever fucking read and been like, have you, have you ever had like a sighting yourself that's really made you stop and wonder? Because but earlier on, me and my brother saw something like we, we were sat in the garden, we we're just like chilling and mm. that. And we saw something, we couldn't decide whether it was a balloon or a kite or something, because the way it was sort of drifting, like moving, but slowly making its way down, we were like, something's been caught in the way. We couldn't tell what it was, so therefore it was a, mm. UFO. It was a UFO. Yeah. But, but we weren't sitting there and going, oh, it might be a spaceship. We're just like, oh, what the fucking hell is that? But has yeah. there ever been one where you've looked and been, like, even for a second, just you thought to yourself, oh, what if? No, honestly, never, man, never. I think the only thing that probably could come close, and it's not even something I, I see, it was something I heard. I remember I woke up in the middle of the night once and there was like this weird fucking sound I heard. And the only way to describe it, it was like a weird fucking organ sort of sound in the middle of the night. But And I thought, what the fuck is that? And part of me was like, oh, maybe it's fucking 
UFO or something, but maybe the fucking neighbours just brought a brand new organ and they thought they'll try it out at three in the morning. Soon I, I got an <laughs> But honestly, like, nah, nah. But uh, as much as I don't believe in it, and I know I was sort of laughing and joking at, you know, them people in that documentary, like, man... If you believe it, fucking more power to you. And it's no fucking different. It's no more absurd than me on the last episode saying about my ghostly fucking experiences. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's no fucking different. Lying through your fucking teeth. Yeah. (laughs) What a maid. But, you know, if you believe it, fucking fair play to you. Yeah, the only time when I've really stopped and taken pause was a few years ago. Two or three at the most. Two or three men out there at the most. Mm. But, um, and that was when I was Ooh, in my garden. And, um, yes, officer, I was smoking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was standing over my pond looking at me fish, and then I looked up. And I could see this light just doing like circles. And I was mm. like, what the fucking hell was that? I couldn't hear anything. And then I could see it was getting closer and closer, but it was doing circular motions. I couldn't hear any sound. It was getting closer and closer. And I was like, that is really. And I was, I was proper like, something's going on over there. That's weird. Is it a drone? Is it like some sort of military or other visitors here? Is it the aliens? But then as mm. I got closer, I realized it was actually an albino bat. And it was the light, oh, yeah. yeah. And it was the light from the the um, street lights, like lamp posts and like car lights and stuff, reflecting off of its white coat and actually making it look luminous with this sort of like luminous ring of light around it as it was moving. Mm. And it once it got right over my head that I realised what it was. And I was and mate, after that I was like, "Fuck UFOs! There'll be no bat." Yeah, you know what I mean. Didn't... That's got to be rare as fuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll straight on Wiki, on fucking Google, mate, and it's like a really, really rare sighting. Is it? Yeah, and I was like, mate, that's fucking well cool. Mm. Did you get some grainy footage of it on your nineteen eighties Sony uh, camcorder? Oh, well, I was gonna, but then I realised it was a bat on it. I was, yeah. I was so I just got out the normal phone and got a really good footage of it instead. I was, mm. like, I was like, mum, UFO, quick, get the JVC. Yeah. Oh no, 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 don't worry. Oh no, so it's just a bat. I'll use my HD phone. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> pass me, pass me the JVC over. Quick, all my Parkinson's just playing up. Oh, yeah. It always flares up, doesn't it? Yeah. Just as the UFOs fucking appear. <laughs> but yeah, ooh. but yeah, man. But yeah, that was that was the one time that I was really like, could this be it? Like for like a split, just for a moment there, and I was just like, oh, hold on. But then when I realised we have a probe shoved yeah. up my ass, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, boys! And oh no, UFOs! <laughs> Why are you pulling your trousers down there? I'm not. <laughs> but <laughs> but as soon as it was, like I say, as soon as I saw it was a bat, that was it. But I was, I got, I went from being curious to just playing straight excited. Yeah, <laughs> bats are sick. And they're, yeah, not when, they're, they're not when they're not when they they're not when they attack you like that one went fucking mental at me when I was going out for a walk that one time. They tried to kill me in a fucking alleyway. And I was trying to help it. But uh, I'd rather that than one flying into my fucking bedroom like I'll 
<laughs> fucking team. I, like, I'm, like, I'm like Trampy Boy. Of all the people it was fucking happened to as well, of course it was fucking him. There's a fucking drone. There's a fucking... Yeah, and instead of doing what <laughs> anyone else would do and like try and do something to get rid of it, no, I'll get my phone out and film it and tell Aaron, look, look, yeah. there's a fucking bat in my room. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? I think he used like a lacrosse net to get rid of it in the end. <laughs> Who the fuck has a lacrosse net? Like, you've seen how much shit he has in his house. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking lacrosse net. Fucking ridiculous, like. I can just see him there in his boxers, phone in one hand, lacrosse net in the other, ducking and diving, trying to avoid this fucking yeah. bat. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. <laughs> I don't know what I would do though if a bat came into my house. I'd freak out. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, what, what, what what's the protocol or something like that? Burn it. Because I don't know how the fuck you catch one. Because when, when, when yeah. I because when I got attacked by one in that alleyway, it came flying around like around me head, and I was, I was waving my hands trying to bat it away, and then I accidentally caught it. And it hit the um, fence next to the um, thing and fell on the floor and it was sort of spasming. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, don't tell me I've hurt it. So I um, mm. sort of pulled me um, sleeves over my hands and sort of tried to get underneath, but it was freaking me out the same because it was twitching and stuff and moving sporadically. Mm. I was like, oh, what? So in the end, I managed to sort of get really brave and put, <laughs> put me a sort of cuff under it and I sort of just threw it up in the air and was like, right, catch some airborne. And it went up, started flying about, and then it fucking came back for me. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I, I just jumped off. I was like, fuck that bat. I thought you were going to say, I didn't know what to do. So I just stamped on its head. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Off, so I stepped on its head. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're fucking in danger as well, aren't they? Oh, really? Bats? I think so. Yeah. Look, I know bat boxes have become really popular lately. Mm. A lot of people are buying bat boxes, which is sick. And what's weird about bats is that their main predator are fucking snakes. Really? I know. <laughs> At that point, it's all like you deserve to be endangered. You're a flying animal, yeah. and you've got you've got belly dwellers getting you. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that'd be like finding out gorillas' biggest predators are sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the slide rock bolter, mate. Oh, fucking hell, yeah, mate. Jesus Christ, the slide rock bolter, he'll sort you out. <laughs> I love that they made they made a diversion. I tried to make like a mountaineer, like, make sure you give him a, a map of the local area as well. He has to, uh, yeah. Gotta make him look like a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> Strap a camera around his fucking neck. <laughs> he's got a guide of the local area yeah just in case this big bad boy can read <laughs> fuck it now fuck it well cryptid though yeah the stories these people come out with man oof I mean it's like no we ain't party poopers just listen to our Loch Ness fucking episode I'm fully behind Loch Ness yeah. They may be not a resident creature there, but I reckon they could go there for breeding. It's a weird one. And what mm. I like about that one is that it's not like with all these other ones where like um 
they say stuff like, oh, yeah, you know, Sasquatch are known for eating, like, banana slugs and stuff like that. It's like, based on fucking what? What do you have? What are you talking about? But all of these um, different sightings for, like, these uh, Nessie stuff and things like that, they, they seem to follow a familiar pattern that you'd also see in other life forms around the, the world that can actually be measured and, like, documented and noted, particularly the sightings of in what they call the, um, the late monster belt, where they're all sort of going on... All the sightings happen in the same sort of hemisphere and stuff. Yeah, but then this, then you get stuff like, well, you know, it's known that it's known for the, the squatch, the squatch. They like to uh, squatch. They like to hit trees with sticks and eat. They they, they live on banana slugs. It's like, oh, because you found you found Sasquatch poo with banana slugs in it. Have you? Can we see this? Mm. Can we see this hedgehog? It's all right. You're talking bollocks, then. Yeah. yeah, it's just fucking. It's, it's bullshit. You're talking shit. But with these, uh, but with these shit. lake monsters, there's a lot of coincidences lining up. Especially when I noticed in my own uh, research as well that all these sightings were happening around sort of mid July to mid to late July sort of time. I thought that was mm. that was interesting. I mean, again, yeah. could be coincidence, and people are just seeing mm. just seeing those sweet sweet whale wangs. But even then, yeah. at least people aren't lying. Mm. They're actually seeing something. Yeah, you know, could be, could be, could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, certainly fucking UFOs. I don't that much. Mm. Yeah, see, but like I was saying to you earlier, man, with all this like the footage they show, the Tic Tac footage, and all this other stuff, I don't know how to read that those instruments. No, and they're still like, oh, look, t- take our word for it. This is what this means. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just take your word for it. The guy who's telling me that there could be aliens using wormholes and shit and other dimensions to move across and all. Okay, yeah, there's these are massive, massive, massive claims with like no hard, real evidence behind. It. Like no one's arguing over the existence of hippos. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've never seen a hippo, but I know they're fucking real. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I know they're hungry. Oh, hungry, hungry! Mm. And their babies are cute as fuck. Yeah, vicious cunts as well. Oh, mate, the most dangerous animal in Africa is the yeah. uh, is the hippo. Yeah. Have you seen that video of the speedboat being chased by a hippo? No, right. <laughs> it's a uh... <laughs> yeah. They, that, that that those hippos can get some. Uh, like they can share, brother. <laughs> they move. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the UFO one. It's like with the Mothman as well, wasn't it? Like that Mothman prophecies book. Mm. It was barely even about the Mothman. Most of it was about UFOs and aliens and like men in black and shit. And even yeah. then, it always take it always goes too far. It's always, oh yeah, I've chatted with them. They've taken me here, there, and everywhere. And it turns out all these like, really bad sci-fi movies we have were bang on. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Every one of them. Yeah. Like with Princess Moon now, she's like what is it? He says it's like 350 years old or something ridiculous. And it's like, okay. Ugh, it's, it's, and it's like Travis Walton. I could, I don't know if it was straight up hoaxed and maybe he was abducted. But if he was, I reckon it's probably the government abducting people. Like that's, that's my whole thing. I think UFOs are, are a government tool to keep the pop, 
to keep the nosy populace, you know, the people who are into conspiracies, as long as they're chasing UFOs and not the government, they're happy. Do you know what mm. I mean? As long, yeah. as long as they're over there looking for aliens and stuff, we can keep convincing. Because like the, it's not like the um, UF like there's like little things with the government. Like recently, like the the, the um, head of Space Force just came out saying we can expect threats from outside our own planet. Like, do you want to embellish on that? No, no, that's fine. Just that soundbite in time for the election. Just that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So they just do little things like that. So then the, the real believers can be like, but why would they say it? It's like, yeah. For exactly why? this reason. But like, no, they wouldn't do that. It's like, well, if it's so classified, like you say, it is, why would they come out and say it? No, mm. They're just trying to keep people distracted. But people, yeah. but they know people yeah. buy into it, hook, line, and sinker. It's a good way to keep the busybodies away from the, because the amount of, time and effort and passion these people put into looking for ufos if they put that into looking for actual real government cover-ups think of the shit that would be exposed mm. you know what i mean so if they're as long as they're like all right just fucking every now and then every few years we'll we'll hope some kind of you know i think it's the same with, like with roswell i think something one of their things crashed people saw it and they thought what can we do can we hoax it and make it look like it was aliens so we can get them looking after, so we can get them chasing nonsense? Or do we just try and deny the fact that we've got some really cool shit and just be like, no, no, nothing happened. But what did we see crashed? It? Nothing. There wasn't any crash. Well, there was a crash. We saw it. No, nah, there weren't. It's easy to just go, um, oh, yeah. maybe, yeah. A bit, but without confirming it or denying it either. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. It's a good way of keeping people sort of distracted. and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they said that was a fucking weather blown, didn't they? Yeah, all sorts of things like that. But they did, yeah. like Project Blue Book, but they'd be going, he'd be like, oh, send this bloke around. So tell people it's swamp gas or ball lightning or weather balloons or stuff mm. like that. Like he's the guy who, like, I can't remember his name, but he eventually became like um, a believer. Or so they say. I reckon he's a government stooge as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, writing books to help. Because when it comes from a someone who works from the government, they're like, oh, it's a credible source now. It's like, mm. is that the same government that you said you should never, ever, ever trust? Yeah. yeah but when they tell you something mm. you want to hear, suddenly it's, uh, it's fucking gospel. Mm. I like how America have all these, like, you know, Project Blue books and Project This and that, you know, Project... Everything else, we had a fucking, like a military fucking investigation. Do you know what it was called? Go on. The Flying Saucer Working Party. <laughs> it's just so fucking like, yeah, hell, though. That's a very British thing to do. Just, <laughs> it is, isn't it? It does what it says on the tin. Yeah, there we go. That'll fucking do. That'll sort him that'll sort out. Yeah. Straight to the point. No fucking about. Not the Judean people's front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Because yeah. what's that? What's that other? Um, is that, that America? Is it like, uh, like Mufon or something? Can't remember. They got some sort. What's of, that like? A like a like a UFO research group kind of thing. Don't know. Yeah. Let me read. Let me have a little. I've got my little. I've always got his Bible. My, I've got my Bible. Right, well, you got the Bible. I've got my pipe. 
government investigations of UFOs. <laughs> Aaron's going to have to blaze one up for this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's the yellow book of conspiracy theories. But Which, uh, we referred to it, in our earlier episodes. Mm. Well, it's not a conspiracy theory if it's true, is it, Aaron? Well, this is 100% right. Mm. What have we got here? You got Project Sign. Project Sign was conducted between 1947 and 1948 out of the Air Technical Intelligence Center at Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. Um, Shout out to Dayton, Ohio. To investigate the flurry of flying source societies that began before Kenneth Arnold's famous report over Mount Rainer. The memos leading up to the formation of the investigation make it clear that the Air Force took such reports very seriously. They believe people were really seeing flying discs of some kind and they were afraid of the objects were using advanced technology being developed by the Soviets. Those sneaky, sneaky Soviets. They also considered the possibility that another top-secret military or or civilian project unknown to the Air Force may be constructing these objects. Then it goes into more shit about that. Then you got Project Grudge. Oh, my, that sounds sick. Project Grudge was codename Delivery chosen by the anti-UFO officers. Oh, now we're talking within the Air Force. It immediately replaced Project Sign in 1949 and was given the directive to discredit any and all reports of flying saucer sightings. Did it turn <laughs> up and go, nuh Yeah. I quite like this one. While Project Sign expressed the opinions of investigators that the overwhelming majority of um, source of science could be explained by natural phenomenon and misidentification, Project Grudge went out of its way to completely discredit even unexplainable uh, sightings. The report's conclusion added mass hysteria, wartime jitters, hoaxes, and nutcases as additional causes of UFO reports. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so official when he's like, oh, and nutcases. Yeah. The official report says nutcase. <laughs> Fucking ruins. <laughs> oh, dear. <coughs> Again, there's, there's, there's more into that, but. Oh, dear. And then you've got, of course, Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book is perhaps the best known and most famous of the Air Force UFO studies. Opened in 1952, the original director of the program was Captain Edward J. Rupel. I think that's how you say it. It was the first to actually coin the phrase unidentified flying object. So there you go. Gangster. The project had the blessing of General Cable, who encouraged, who was encouraged by a member of his own staff. Uh, General William Garland, who witnessed a UFO himself. So someone who witnessed a UFO was all right. Set up this project, my friend. Project Blue Book is widely considered to be the last and best government effort to seriously study UFOs in an unbiased and comprehensive manner. And Rupel um, assembled a team of both military experts and civilian scientists. Anyone who was found to be too obviously pro or con was fired. 
So that's that one. Um, what else have we got? What was the name of those boss earlier? There was those two famous people who were like the first to come out about alien abduction. Bloody remember now. Uh, you know, I never really looked into their story, mainly because I, I think they're probably lying. <laughs> <laughs> As the official report says, nutcases. I mean, the only reason I find I like to look into Travis Walton's one. It's because I, I just really like that film, Fire in the Sky. It's a great movie. But I, I think th I've actually seen it. Oh, it's good, man. But I think that's pretty much... That's all it is, though. Do you know what I mean? It's a good movie. It's a fun story. But uh, that's where it sort of... <clears throat> begins and ends with me, unfortunately. Sorry, Travis, yeah. but... But hey, again, Chavi made himself some money. He saw an opportunity. <laughs> he went through it. He's milked it. He's made a great this living out of it. And no one's got, and no one's been hurt. No, tell you what, there's a lot in this fucking book, man. Operation High Dive. Oh, Project that, Mogul. That, Operation High Dive rings a bell. What's that one? Uh, Operation High Dive. This is a little stranger, but the Air Force alleges that this project was the genesis of claims of seeing military personnel recovering bodies from the desert. It was a top-secret program carried out in the 1950s to test extremely high-altitude human parachute jumps, primarily in the case U-2 surveillance plane pilots had to bow out from 70,000 feet or higher. The tests themselves were done on early crash test dummies in an effort to make design changes in parachutes that prevented uncontrolled and fatal spinning. The Air Force believes that witnesses saw these strange-looking dummies being collected in the desert by military cr crews who kept the public away because of the secret nature of the experiments. The Air Force didn't want any didn't want the word to get out to the Russians that they had spy planes that flew so high. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Majestic 12, I've heard of that one. Not that I've heard of that one. Heard of the name. Which one's that? Uh, I've definitely heard the name Majestic 12. It just sounds like a real shit fucking Marvel yeah. <laughs> fucking thing. I've, I've seen the Magnificent Seven. Hmm. In the early 1980s, a series of documents appeared throughout the UFO community that resurrected belief in government cover-ups on alien visits. They described a secret government panel authorised by President Harry Truman in 1947. The, the committee was known as the Majestic 12, or MJ-12, and several other variants, um, variations of the name, sorry. Supposedly, the group was assembled to study the recovered Roswell spacecraft. Um, the members were referred to as the Majestic 12 because dozen um, affiliates were very big... Hang on. Because the dozen affiliates were, sorry, 
yeah, they, they, they're referred to as the Majestic 12 because the dozen, because the dozen affiliates were very big noises in the military, intelligence, and scientific communities headed by Rear Admiral Roseco Highland Cooper, first Ros- director of the CIA. Ros- Beautiful name. Roscoe Highland Car. There you go. Um, yes, in- <laughs> I don't know. Ted Smith. Uh, yeah. Um, later additions to the group reportedly include Albert Einstein, um, mm. rocket scientist that was Werner von Braun or Werner Braun. Oh, Werner von, von Braun, Braun, yeah. Werner von Braun, um, nuclear scientist Robert Oppenheimer. Um, yeah, all these other people. And Oppenheimer, he was the one who, I believe he's the guy who first separated um, nitrogen from oxygen. Like he could get nitrogen out of the out of the out of the air. Was mm. that, I think that was Oppenheimer. I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um other documents have been produced that alleged that uh, President Eisenhower was briefed by um the Majestic Twelve members in November of nineteen fifty two about Roswell and late uh, in nineteen fifty um and a later nineteen fifty New Mexico UFO crash. This was on the same day that the president really was briefed by uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the documents relating to that briefing remain classified to this day, which only adds to the mystery about MJ-12. Uh, Documents relating to MJ-12 were leaked anonymously and under questionable circumstances to several members of the UFO research world throughout the 1980s. Um. The UFOologists seem to be split over whether they're authentic or not. Um, if they are, they appear. If they are what they appear to be, they contain records of government officials clearly discussing UFO in- incidents as being very real. Unfortunately, there's also evidence that the papers are forgeries. So basically, no one fucking knows. <laughs> so I read all that just for. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken it's like taking the last page out of all the books in the library. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, so I, I wonder if it all started off as a bit like that MK Ultra thing, you know, like when they were giving like people like LSD in the 60s and shit. Mm. I reckon maybe maybe something to do with that. Like maybe UFOs became like a common because they have what they, what are known as like communal hallucinations. Like some mm. like if you take mushrooms and you're hanging out with people and you describe what it is you're seeing, they'll start seeing it too. You know? Yeah. I think it's maybe like that. It's like I was saying earlier, I think they they just keep setting up these little things and they're like, oh, there's a guy travelling on his own, but get your drone out, trying to light down on him while he's distracted. We'll sneak up or we'll hit him with one of those darts that's got LSD in it. We'll take him in this room. We'll uh, lay him down, see what he does, see how he behaves, what's he thinking, make some notes on it. We'll wear like these masks that cover up our faces. I've got these big um, open eye holes on them, so we yeah. like aliens and we can just... Yeah. Because, like I said, you know, fucking, he walks away. That's going to lose all the credibility. 
Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, aliens did it, did they? Okay, of course. Yeah. And then and then on top of that, if they do a tox screen of them, they can be like, oh look at that. You've got uh, hallucinogens in your system. They gave them to me. Of course they did. Mm. Yeah. And this this poor fucker's sitting there telling the truth, and that's why he's swearing adamantly that it happened. Yeah. But um and it did happen, just not the way he thinks it did. Mm. And I think this is where it all goes. And I think it's a really clever fucking idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> fucking fair play to the government, but they know what they're doing. You know, and they're insistent. But people say like all the never trusted government, they're manipulative and all this lot. And it's like, okay, well, we'll take that argument and use it to about the aliens and like, no, they wouldn't do that, wouldn't they? Because they're because they're evil and manipulative and doing stuff like this all the time and the other time. But when it comes to aliens in spacecraft who built the pyramids and all this other stuff, no, <laughs> it's just mm. it's one of those things where they like to have it both ways again. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, where it's you, you can't trust the government or anything they say, but. Unless they say something you agree with, then it's then it's gospel. Yeah. Why, yeah. why would they lie? He works for the government. Well, that's why he would lie. No, well, no, not there. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, aliens, again, I don't mean to be that cunt, but unless that's that UFO, unless they turn on every TV comes on and every single streaming thing or whatever gets intercepted and there's a fucking... Ooh. news bloke and he's like right everyone fucking go outside and look up and we and there's literally all over the earth and yeah. ufos and shit yeah or one lands comes up in my back garden alien lands and there's like all right mate do you do you know the directions to this fucking place i'm not gonna believe it mm. and all these and whatever and it's always the same with all the other ones. Whenever they tell these stories, it's always, I've got no reason to make this up. So, but you have. You're getting shitloads of attention. And that's yeah. mainly what it's about. Yeah. Of these people. Of course it is, yeah. man. Of course it is. You know, and, and when people make it like that's not, they go, oh, no, it's not, not all of them. That's unlikely. It's like, right. So people wanting attention is unlikely. But Beings from another world on a spaceship coming down and abducting people with no evidence of them, and they somehow managed to get around. But even though the government can't find them, you're lucky enough to keep running into them. Yeah, mm. which is more likely, uh, you know. Mm. But no, and it's, it's, and like we said before as well on our um. Area 51 episode, all these people coming out saying like, oh, the way these things move, they defy physics. It's like, yeah, but physicists aren't saying that. And then when the physicists look at look at some of these footages, a lot, a lot of us sitting there just going, well, what am I meant to be looking at? What, what is it? Because if I can... Okay. Mm. You, you've, got, you've got something on a screen. Right. And, it, and, and fucking... People are happy to sit there and go, oh yeah, every picture of the earth is photoshopped. But that footage of that footage of that UFO is 100 percent real. It, mm. I, you can't argue with it, it's right there on the film. You can't fake yeah. you can't fake that. Look, it's a video. It's like any other time. 
a video wouldn't be good enough. Mm. So yeah, unfortunately for me, and I, I love reading about UFOs, and I'm going to be reading about in the rest of my life. I love it, you know, because I, I love the idea of it. I love fantasy and sci-fi and stuff, and I do think maybe a hundred percent there is weird stuff being caught on video and whatnot, and. I think all of it can be explained rationally. And the stuff that can't, I don't think jumping leaps and bounds of speculation and landing, do you know what I mean? It's like landing mm. on what you want it to be every single time. Mm. Well, it might have just been a Chinese lantern. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. they're like no, it was up there in it was up there in August and Chinese New Year isn't until February, and it's like, well, yeah, but you know, you can buy those all year round, and people, some people just like them. Yeah, yeah, well, they're pretty. Mm. Yeah, and some people use them instead of um fireworks on Guy Fawkes because you like because of them like environmental reasons. Mm. You know, people like to use Chinese Latin instead, and also because they're silent, they don't bother yeah. anybody. Yeah, you just know. fucking light it and let it go. It looks off it goes. Yeah. yeah, they're nice, especially when you get yeah. like, especially when you get a load of you doing it. And there's like, like some of these. I remember like years and years and years ago, on one of these things, there's like a hundred, maybe two hundred people all lighting and letting them all go off. And when you see them all, it is amazing. Mm. And I think a lot of it is probably just stuff like this, but it's always no. It's definitely what I wanted it to be. Mm. And yeah, it's just. Unfortunately, it's like all the other ones, whether it's Bigfoot, Mothman, ghosts, psychics and stuff, you know. But I just I just need more to go on than just yeah. hearsay, which is what most of it is. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Totally fucking with you. I mean, I'm more than happy if anyone listening to this, if, if, if you reckon you can change our minds, Convince us otherwise, fucking go for it. You know, I've changed my mind before. What we mentioned our moon landing episode, I was all in on us landing on the moon, and now I don't think we went, mm. you know. And but I could get shown something again, and I can be like, oh, we did go then, you know, it could go back. I'm not married to any yeah. of my ideas, no, no, but you know, and you know, and I do think people get believing and wanting to be real mixed up. Do you know what I mean? Like people are like, oh yeah, I 100% mm. believe. And it's like, do you believe or do you just want them to be real? Because yeah. those are different. Mm. Yeah, so mm. for me, yeah. UFOs, fun. And they, you know, and might fucking even... Because like I said, I'm not going to rule out life in the galaxy besides us. I think it's ridiculous too. And I love sitting there all the night in my garden, on my lounger, looking up at the night sky. And mate, a part of me, maybe there is a small part of me that believes, because whenever I'm out there, I always look just in case. Mm. And I'm constantly just looking all over the place, but I usually get distracted by stars and like because we're right under a flight path. And whatnot, but you know, I see stuff, and I 
I wonder. Yeah. It could be anything. It, well, it could be a, yeah. it could be a million things. Yeah. And pesky albino bats, mate. Mm. But you know they got to make a living too. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much where I stand on that. Yeah, no, I'm the same as you, man. Pretty much, anyway. Pretty much. Well, it's a sensible way you to know, go about it, I think, mate. Yeah, I don't... I've never experienced anything, I think. God, like there, there is life out there, but I don't think it's in our solar system, personally, and... I don't think we will find life for a very fucking long time, personally. And even and even for if a we, very long time. Even if we do, I think a lot of it will be like, like you know, bacteria, amoebas, or like vegetation. Yeah. Oh, look, a single stuff. cell amoeba. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Because we know like where there's water, there's life, and we know there's water on other planets, so we know there's got to at least be single cell organisms on these places because that's what you know you can't have life without water and vice versa whatever the fuck it is they say yeah but um as far as like them get, jumping in ships and coming to visit i'm gonna need more mm. you know because yeah. again no one's debating over the existence of like cats and dogs do you know what i mean and mm. if and if they say, oh, we've got all the evidence that says they're definitely there, it's like, then why are we arguing about it still? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. No, no one's sitting there going, oh, I don't know about helicopters, mate. They, they ain't real. Everyone's in a fucking helicopter. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just, yeah, sorry. I'm going to need more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what are we gonna well, what are we gonna tackle next week? Um well not really. What do you want to do? A conspiracy or a cryptid or I think we need another cryptid. Yeah. Should we each grab a cryptid again? Yeah, let's do that again. Yeah, that was fun last time. Yeah, I'm gonna see what stupid one I can <laughs> see if I can find something now top the slide rock bolter. It's going to be hard. I don't think Good it's possible, luck. personally. Good yeah. Luck, my I peaked too soon with that one, didn't I? Oh, the slide rock bubble was a... Uh... And that was one I hadn't even heard of, either. Mm. So that was cool. Yeah, I'll try and find a, another unusual one, if I can. I might find two, because some of these, there really ain't a fucking lot. Yeah, some of the short, you know. So I'll, I'll have a little, a little bit of a dig... See what I've got in my little uh, bag of cryptids. Mm, you keep a bag of them, do you? Mm, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> Under the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Get out of the bleach behind the cryptids. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a good one. Absolutely. It'd be a good one. I guess we'll yeah. see everyone there then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Keep looking to the stars, you sons of bitches. 
Mm. Catch you on Lasses later. Bye bye.